Welcome to Space Nerds, your source for intergalactic science fiction and science fact. Engines primed, engage! Hey, hey, this is Alexandria. I'm Jane Smith. And I'm Douglas Gale. And I will be bringing you Space News, Star Trek, Duck Space Nine, Firefly, Black Mirror, and probably superhero stuff. Dystopian fiction! Who's excited? I'm Jesse Mercury, and I'll be your constant cosmic companion, bringing you the weekly space news and sitting down with these amazing friends to talk about science fiction. We are Space Nerds! What's up, Space Nerds? Welcome to the show. We have an awesome, awesome show for you today. Alexandria and I will be breaking down another amazing episode of Black Mirror. Be right back. Uh, But before that, I really want to talk to Doug, because I found a piece of space news that involves space mushrooms and Doug is our resident space mushroom expert (laughs) so I'm actually going to beam him in here in just a minute before I do that I do want to tell you that I am doing some work behind the scenes here to rearrange some things Uh, I'm actually creating a new Patreon to support the Space Nerds podcast so it's almost ready to go you can actually check it out now if you want to I'll be telling you more about this uh, probably next week's episode but you can take a look now if you want to if you want to get an early peek at it it's at patreon.com slash space nerds podcast so I am putting together some a new premium podcast feed I don't have those episodes up and ready to go yet so I'll tell you more about that when it's ready to go but that is coming in the very near future I have a new email address space nerds podcast at gmail.com so from now on, if you want to email the Space Nerds, that's where you can send your queries. I do still have my old Patreon campaign at patreon.com slash Sci-Fi, but I've completely reworked that Patreon to just be about my sci-fi synth pop music. So I've removed all of the podcasting and all of the game streaming from that Patreon. So if you want to support me for game streaming, the best place to do that is on my YouTube page, youtube.com slash Sci-Fi, where you can sign up as a channel member to get uh, secret streams and bonus content, channel emotes, stuff like that. So I'm basically separating all of my different content into these different platforms. And from now on, Space Nerds Podcast will have its own Patreon. So lots more to tell you about that, but I'll wait till next week when I have everything 100% ready to go. And one last change I've made is I've once again changed my Twitter handle because <laughs> I've just never really been happy with any of my Twitter handles. But I have a new one that I'm much happier with, and it's Space Nerd Jesse. So I feel good about that. So if you want to tweet at me space nerd jesse is the place to do it i post all of the new podcasts on my twitter at space nerd jesse if you ever want to share it that's a great place to do it and what we're talking about sharing the podcast i need your help to get the word out about this podcast uh, i'm doing as much as i can but there's only so much that i know how to do so if you like this podcast and you want to help spread the word i really appreciate it if you share it on a social media platform on reddit or facebook or twitter wherever you like to do your social media ing uh, and then i really appreciate any positive ratings and reviews especially on apple podcasts um where's climbing up in the ratings on Apple Podcasts. We're at 19 five-star ratings and reviews, and I'd love to hit 20. We're only one away. So if anyone out there wants to leave us a positive rating and review, that would really mean a lot to me and the rest of the space nerds. We all really appreciate it. I can't even believe it, but we are one day away from Star Trek Picard. It comes out tomorrow. 
I mean, this is what I've always wanted is more Star Trek The Next Generation. I, I can't even believe it. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. We'll definitely be talking about our thoughts on the premiere of Star Trek Picard in next week's show. And I want to remind you that if you are signing up for CBS All Access, you can actually do so by clicking a link in the description of this podcast and support this podcast while signing up for CBS All Access. Okay, let's uh, pull the transporter out. I haven't used the transporter except that time that I beamed Alexandria over. Um, So let's see how mad Doug gets if I just randomly beam him out of whatever he's doing. Let's give this a try. Whoa! What the... Jesse? What? What do you... What do you... I told you to not just beam me in whenever you wanted. You have never told me to not just beam you in. It's implied! (laughs) That's... That's... Why does everyone get so mad when I beam... Beaming protocols! Beaming protocols! It's a miracle of technology. It is. (laughs) Like, I I really wanted to talk to you. It's probably space news, isn't it? It is space news. It's always space news. Well, this... It's... You've never done space news. What are you talking about? But I know why you have a beam, and I know what you do with it. You kidnap people to talk about the news. That's fair. That's uh, that totally fair. Well, you're going to be interested. I'm buying shields from my apartment. Anyways, <laughs> please continue. If you lived underground, it would, you know. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Like or the ion rock. storms. Yeah. You live in an eye. Just live in an ion storm. <laughs> It's not my fault if you don't live in an ion storm. That is fair. That is on me. (laughs) All right. Let's let's do this. Let's do this. I'm here. I'm dripping wet. Let's, you know. (laughs) What were you doing when I beamed you in? Why are you your business? (laughs) You could have told me to put a towel down. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) Okay. Space news. Doug, are you ready for some space news? I'm ready for some space news. Uh, NASA. (laughs) I'm so excited. I'm so excited. This is from futurism.com. Okay. NASA wants to grow a moon base out of mushrooms. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. We are creating the first node on the mycelial network. It's this is actually space mushrooms. Space mushrooms, yeah. They're actual space mushrooms. So on the scale of the mushroom scale, <laughs> this is like a zero because it's it's real. It's real. It's this, do a thing they're doing. This yields the space mushroom scale yeah. obsolete. <laughs> it really messes with it. Okay, so shroom base. It actually says that. NASA scientists are exploring a peculiar strategy for building a moon base and other off-world structures, growing them on-site out of living mushrooms. The space agency first considered the possibility of fungal space habitats in 2018, but now scientists are conducting tests to determine how well mycelia fungus might grow in Martian soil, Space.com reports. I tried to get something that wasn't from Space.com, and it's still from Space.com. Right, right, right. I love Space.com. They cover all the space. They got it. If the research pans out, it would allow future astronauts to construct off-world settlements without needing to carry expensive, heavy building materials with them all the way from Earth. A game changer in the plan to colonize space. <laughs> how, do you, how do you feel about that? Someone just saying, <laughs> what if we built the bases out of mushrooms? <laughs> Where does this idea even come from? Mario World. Somebody playing a lot of Mario. Absolutely. And they're just like, you know what? We make stuff out of wood. When you think about it, that's weird. That's a plant. And we just like build wood houses. What if we made them out of mushrooms? And someone's like, we don't build moon bases out of wood, dude. And they're like, yeah, 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 yeah. But what about mushrooms? <laughs> Do you think maybe they listened to Doug Space Nine and got the idea from us? Probably. Or Probably. they just watched Discovery and they're like, yeah, we can do anything with mushrooms in space. Yeah. I mean, I still I still do not. I, 
So the last podcast that I put out as we're recording this was a Doug Space Nine, and we were talking about the mycelial network. (laughs) What the fuck is the mycelial network? Like, I still don't fucking understand. Do you know what subspace is? Yes. It's like that, but with mushrooms. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) But with space mushrooms. Would you live in a mushroom house? On Mars? Seems like I'm not going <laughs> to have a choice. Live in a mushroom house on Mars? <laughs> Seems like I wouldn't have a choice. This We're talking about real science Oh, here. yeah, but definitely not. No, of course not. No? It's like, the, if the only thing between me and the cold vacuum of space is a goddamn mushroom, someone's made a bad decision. <laughs> between me and the cold vacuum of space should be like steel and thick glass and weird energy fields that I don't understand. Yeah. And mushrooms, maybe. In the mix, but it's definitely not the one and only. When you thought about the future of humanity living in space, did you ever think that we'd be living in a mushroom house on Mars? No, I was picturing more like rustic log cabins. Do you you think that if we go into the mushroom house on Mars, there will be a small toad person who gives you a randomized prize? (laughs) I hope so. And maybe a little pipe that leads to like the dark side of the moon. Yeah. Yeah, uh, through the mycelial network. Through the mycelial network, right. I'm into it. Which are really just pipes. Okay, let's let's check out some more of this article. Fu- <laughs> fungus Among Us. That's just low-hanging yeah. fungus. I mean, shroom base, you know, there's all... <laughs> I hope there's more mushroom puns in here. The idea is to ship dormant fungus to a moon base, and once it arrives... Oops, oops, I scrolled. And once it arrives, give it water and the right conditions to trigger growth. Uh, that would also require a supply of photosynthetic bacteria to provide the fungus with nutrients. Once the, fu- once the fungus grows into the shape of a structure, it would be heat treated, effectively killing it and turning it into a compact brick. Mm. So it's dead fungus. Do you feel dead better fun. about it now? Uh, no. I mean, it's still weird. <laughs> Is it more like living in steel and glass? No, if it's, it's, it's still dead? more like living in a log cabin. It's still more like just like, let's build houses on Earth. The mushroom house, maybe. Why not? Mushroom bricks, fine. But in space, mm, no. I love this because I've never even heard of anyone on Earth living in a mushroom house or growing mushrooms to build a house. Smurfs. Besides Smurfs and Mario. So, like, listen, Mario's video games, Smurfs are real. <laughs> they really? live They live in the forests of France. Oh. Yep. Interesting. Tell me more. That's about it. You That's watch, it. I mean, if you want to know more, just watch the just cartoons. Just watch the cartoon. They're okay. practically a documentary. It's a document. All yeah. right. I didn't know that. <laughs> um, that's good to know. My phone, my fingers are sweaty and my phone won't open. Okay. I have to I have to open it the old-fashioned way. Oh, no. Uh, right now, traditional habitat designs for Mars are like a turtle. <laughs> We're making houses tell, out of turtles? Tell me Mushrooms? It really is Mario Town. <laughs> Carrying our homes with us on our backs. A reliable oh, plan, but with huge energy costs. Lead okay. This, that was a quote from Lynn Rothschild, the lead researcher. Right. Right now, traditional habitat designs for Mars are like a turtle. I don't understand. Okay, so I get it. wait, it's, it's like you they can it? also say like a hermit crab. You're you're <laughs> you're walking around with your house. So traditional designs are: we go to Mars, we put a house on our back, and we walk around. Well, we carry the house with us <laughs> to Mars and leave it on Mars. Okay. How, and and now that's this like is a turtle. Like, but what but if it's, it's like st- when the turtles take a house to Mars and leave it there? Yeah. Have you ever been to Neptune? It's just like... <laughs> it's just turtles. Just turtles everywhere with giant turtle houses. This is why we need you on the Space News, because I don't know <laughs> shit. Um, I, know, I know a lot. Alexandria is going to be so jealous that you did a Space News. Uh, I know sorry, her. She's going to be jealous. I did one by myself, and she was jealous. Oh, yeah. But we'll see. We'll see. This sounds like she's got issues. 
I mean, she just maybe she just really enjoys. She the loves space it too much. Yeah, <laughs> you, got, you can't love things too much. <laughs> um, right now, traditional habitat designs. For, wait, I just read that. Yeah, moving on. We're, we covered turtles. That that that, NASA that was is, the end of the article. That was literally it. Uh, that was the entire article. Someone at NASA is, is playing too much Mario. Wow, this is the most exciting news I've ever heard. <laughs> the the next plan is to build houses out of bricks that you can smash, and they turn into gold coins <laughs> and. <laughs> That's how you fund your next mission to Mars. Um, there's, I read something else recently about cement that was grown with like living bacteria that can heal itself. Whoa. I yeah. Mean, it's, it's, I guess it kind of makes sense. It would need some sort of like energy and food to be able to make more concrete, but you know. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I just, this stuff like this makes me so excited because. It often seems like humanity is going to extinguish itself through its own tomfoolery within the next five to ten years. Yeah. But then it's like, well, there's also really exciting, interesting science happening that right. could change the way that we exist. We could live on Mars in a mushroom house. Sure, except the argument could be like, oh, okay, let's make self-healing houses out of like living concrete. And they're like, well... That's a good idea, but it doesn't quite work. So what if we just make like general all-purpose nanobots that can like consume things and then they can repair the concrete? We're like, cool. And then like two years later, we're like a planet of goo because out of control nanobots have destroyed everything. And we're like, well, all right, maybe science didn't really, <laughs> wasn't a win for us this time. Maybe the only way to stop the nanobots is to stay inside your mushroom house and close the door. It's true. Yeah. We program the nanobots to not be able to uh, consume organic material. Yeah, I mean, Asimov's laws of robotics, you know, right. don't kill humans. Don't eat mushrooms. Don't lock them in the mushroom house. <laughs> Let them out of the mushroom house. <laughs> if we grow houses out of living... Okay, I also read this other article recently about how um, sentience might exist beyond what we think it is. Like, okay. Like, inorganic matter might have sentience. Huh. Okay. So, that feels like super stony thinking. <laughs> Doesn't doesn't all of this? Oh like, yeah, sure. That's like saying like, okay, what if there is like sentience that is stars? Like, what if that chemical or whatever it is process the the fusion? There's a form of sentience that lives in that we just can't conceive of or understand. Like, right? Sure. Okay, maybe rocks can think in a rock way, but that's just that's that's so abstract to yeah. be meaningless to I, me. The article is more about self awareness or just like feel like some sort of like sensation of of uh joy or or sadness or not even joy and sadness but like some sort of awareness sure, of, of some like a very very limited awareness not even yums. like yeah i guess yeah this like, is good like living mm. concrete it's a rock like, going, healing itself mm. maybe there's like a, a base form of sentience there mm. and or a rock going <laughs> yeah it's pissed off rocks and it's happy rocks we live in a fucked up world we do and but, that and yeah, but yeah, I was gonna say like if you are living in a concrete building that heals itself because it's made of some form of organic material, that's weird. That is weird. <laughs> you know? Yeah, but you know, what about space whales? Would you travel at warp speed inside of a living space whale? Uh, People do yeah. it, and it's crazy. Dude, you should be a scientist. <laughs> you got ideas. <laughs> I mean, that's like what's his name, Tin Man Gumptu from yeah. <laughs> Star Trek: The Next Generation. Yeah, we need Tan Elbrin to <laughs> fly in a space whale. Yes. 
Well, that's the space news. Space news. <laughs> da, 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 da. I'm going to get back to my you, water activity. You want me to beam, beam you home now? Yeah, back, I'm wh- not going to walk. I'm just, I'm going to beam you somewhere else and you can walk home. Uh, I want to say no, but go for it. Okay. <laughs> space news. All right, we're back for some more Black Mirror. Yes. So this is episode two. Three. One. <laughs> Episode one of series two. Whoop. How are you doing, Alexandria? I'm great. Are you How stoked? are you? I'm, I'm so excited. I'm good. I'm, I'm very, very excited. I'm yeah. very excited. I love this episode of Black Mirror. I'm so excited. Yeah. I'm stoked to talk about it. Be right back. Be right back. That's the name of the episode. Yes. Yeah. Or are you going somewhere? I'm going to leave. Okay. Thanks. Bye. This is where you insert sounds of me clip clop, clip clop, walking away. Okay. So this was actually one of the two episodes I saw a couple years ago. Do you remember what, did you tell me what the other one was? It was the one with the app where you rate people. Oh yeah, Nosedive. Okay. Yeah. I think this was the first episode I ever saw. And if memory serves, I watched it because Jane recommended it. Great. I might have seen Hi, it with, with Jane. Hi cool. Jane. <laughs> Space nerd Jane. Okay. So anyway, so this episode was really great. This was the first one I saw. I loved it so much that I was sure that I was going to want to like podcast about it. Yeah. It just took years for it to happen. You just, you just needed to find the right co-host. Exactly. And, and now here we are <laughs> years later. Um, okay. So this is what Wikipedia says about be right back. Yes. Be right back is the first episode of the second series of British science fiction anthology series, black mirror. It was written by series creator and showrunner, Charlie Brooker. Woo! Directed by Owen Harris and first aired on Channel 4 on 11 February 2013. Cool. The episode tells the story of Martha, played by Haley Atwell, a young woman whose boyfriend Ash Starmer, Damal Gleason, is killed in a car accident. As she mourns him, she discovers that technology now allows her to communicate with an artificial intelligence imitating Ash and reluctantly decides to try it. Be Right Back has two sources of inspiration. The question of whether to delete a dead friend's phone number from one's contacts Ugh. and the idea that Twitter posts could be could be made by software mimicking dead people. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, let's do I'll it. start there. So, first of all, there is a small bit of propaganda in this episode. Propaganda? There, yeah. And the propaganda is cell phone usage, usage in driving. Because in the beginning of the episode, he has his phone in his hand, and Martha says, ah, glove box, and he puts the phone in the glove box, and it sets us up for, like, then they go on this trip, and they're together, and the da 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 It's with this rental car, they're moving into a new house. I'm sorry, am I super loud? Oh, no, no, no. Ears? Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's all good. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm just And so they're, they're moving to this house, and, and I believe it's a rental van. They get to the house, everything is all good, they have the last box, and then the next day, he's like, oh, I got to go return this van. And she goes, can you do it? I'm tired. And he's like, oh, I got to go all the way out there by myself. And then he gets in the car with his phone in his hand, but she's not there to say, put it in the glove box. And so okay. we never see him put it in the glove box. So you think the implication is that he got into a car crash because he was on his phone? Yes. Okay. So yeah, the episode doesn't make it, it doesn't make it explicit what happened i just thought that, that i thought yeah. that, that was supposed to be what we gathered but i it. like that I, I think that that's i think you're probably right about that um i assume that he got into a car crash you know yes. I, I don't think it even says that in the episode because he said it? it was a long it was a long right drive he's like right. i make that whole long drive by myself right and she was like yeah i'm tired and so he went yeah so and they didn't really go into this in the episode but i wonder if she she must blame herself um, because she didn't want to drive yeah. with him you know yeah 
Um, my first impression of this episode, the first thing I noticed is the two actors because um, you have, what's her name? Oh, you knew the Hale, Haley Atwell plays Peggy Carter in all the Marvel movies. Great. And in her own show, Agent Carter, which only ran for, I think, two seasons, but was great. And she's fucking awesome as Agent Carter. She's so good. Cool. And I was stoked to see her in this. And then Domhnall Gleeson has been in a bunch of stuff. Like, he's in, he's a Hux in the Star Wars movies that you haven't seen. No. Yeah. Cool. Uh, Yeah. And it's so funny. I just watched a movie a couple days ago with Andy that had him in it. Um, So, I had just watched him in a thing. And then he was in this also. It was on purpose. Yeah. So, I really like the cast. Mm -hmm. And, Mm -hmm. um, And I... Yeah, so I really like the cast, and I was stoked to see him. Um, I didn't. Know <laughs> I them. forgot where I was going to say, but it's I think okay. that's it. Just, it. it just was. I wasn't familiar with them. Okay. For as far as like first impressions, yeah. I just was like, okay. Yeah. Um And so he gets into a car accident. It's really sad. Well, she she starts to realize that he's not answering his phone. It's yeah. been a while. Why I didn't ha- make it back? He, she calls her friend, and then the police show up, and we right. like fast forward in time to her like walking through this house that I believe was his. He would, oh it was his his, his parents house yeah. because, they're, they're moving into his parents house yes right? yeah, because in they, the country yep and he had made a comment about how when his dad died his mom moved all of his stuff up into right. the attic yes I picked that up this time yes yeah that was really interesting yeah just so like, all, like moved his, all of his stuff to the attic it like, wasn't what? just his dad right it was like his brother also oh maybe it was died. his brother I'm not sure who it's, it was it's like whoever died in the family all of the pictures of them were put up in the, in the attic. attic so it was like they were forgotten about yeah and, and didn't you didn't have to deal with the grief on a daily basis yeah which obviously ties into the themes of the episode absolutely but what did you think about all of like the the near future technology that they showed in the beginning like when they're driving in and they've got that crazy touchscreen like safe driving mode activated oh and all that's that stuff. cool and like she works on this drawing tablet that's kind of a, that's kind of cool amazing prop yeah yeah um it looks so fucking cool it's like a drawing tab it's huge it's a drawing tablet it's also a touch screen yeah so she's doing like graphic design waiting for you're absolutely Ash right to come back because yep. she's oh that's why she didn't go with him she had the project yeah she was like i have a project dude i need to work on it yes that's why she didn't go into the, not just that she was tired yeah, that's yeah. why she didn't get in the car with him i um, love all those little details and of, here's like, the technology that stuff. i really loved yeah because after he passes away she's like painting the house she's painting over his like notch marks of how tall he's gotten and she kind of left it she didn't paint right, over right. that um and then in the middle of her painting she just runs to the toilet and throws up mm-hmm. and then she pulls out a pregnancy oh, test. oh the pregnancy test the yeah. pregnancy test to show that she was pregnant had a little baby with a uh a rattle and it was like ba-da-da, ba-da-da, ba-da-da. like just a little yeah. baby like doing this rattle yeah, like it was playing a That's little it. happy song yeah like not even like that that was i thought that was so hilarious yeah, because not like, pregnant or not pregnant or not pregnant not that it said pregnant or not pregnant it had a baby with a little here's a little jingle right, for you like an animated baby yeah yeah, yeah. dancing it was and singing adorable and so uh, that's what kind of technology that i was here for okay is that what you want from a pregnancy test for it to like sing and to dance? be really excited for you i don't know personally no because it wouldn't <laughs> i would not be excited i would not be happy we would not, it wouldn't be a little cute little jingle like have you taken a pregnancy test before is this I, too personal of a question no i actually have taken a, i've taken a few because like in yeah. order i mean here's way too much information i'm on birth control i have an iud and before they put it in they have to make you take a test okay. to make sure that there's nothing in your uterus sure that's and important, I mean, important and here's step. the thing i am not I'm, I have never put myself in a position to get pregnant, but I still was really nervous about taking the pregnancy test. I don't yeah. know why, but I was just like, oh, Lord, please don't let me be pregnant. Like, I just, that's not. So you want that me. happy song if it's not pregnant? Absolutely. Yeah. Give me like a little wine glass. 
<laughs> wine glass. Yeah. What do you think the Turn sound? Up. What do you think the sound is if it's not pregnant on the one in the show? Wait. It's like a boom, 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 Oh, that's great. And this is a picture of Bob Barker looking just sad. Like, just shaking his head. Just no. Just in complete disdain. Yeah, I thought that was a ballsy move by that's the designer so of the pregnancy test. Yeah, so good. But I thought it was really great. Yeah. That was an awesome touch. Yeah. I mean, the show is just full of these little details yeah. that are fucking awesome. And thought out and yeah. beautiful. Um, yeah. Okay, so she's at the funeral and her friend is telling her about yo. this new software service. Time out. First of all, highly inappropriate. I know. First of all, off, off the rip, I would have hit her in the face. Yeah. And and Martha, Martha did better than I did by getting like... Screaming at ups her. And just saying like, stop, just stop and yeah. leaving. But like she at the funeral, bitch is still in black. Come up to me and tell me there's a way you can get him back, girl. If you don't shut up, yeah, I am mourning. Right. Wait. Yeah. How dare you? I would be so pissed. And it's not just that she's like being pushy about it. It's that she's being kind of condescending. Yeah. Like I know what's best for you. Yeah. This thing is, you know, Ugh. it's like. It's like, this thing has been so good for me. I'm sure it's going to be great for you too. And you need it. And yeah. until you choose to have it, I'm really kind of bored by your crying because yeah. you don't need to be crying. Oof. It's really upsetting. Rude. It's like really condescending. It's so rude. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So that's at the funeral. Um. So after the funeral, she does a few more nights of being lonely and like crying and yeah. really sad. And then she gets a text or an email or something from that friend saying, I signed you up yeah. with like not even yes. asking, you know, like this, yes. this is not a good friend not and then she gets she calls her she calls her right and like cusses her out yeah and the girl is in bed naked do we presume that she's next to her loved one probably okay her fake loved one uh-huh yeah uh, so she's like um just try it just yeah. you know because she gets a email from her dead husband yeah um yeah and like i love the way that they kind of piece this together because they give you just enough information to understand what's happening yeah where this woman's like yeah there's the service that can kind of recreate you know, your your loved ones based off their social yeah. media profiles yeah. and all the stuff that they have on and, them. Because she was like, he was active. Yeah, so exactly. He, he was active. She, he was yeah. active. So you should be able to, because, and then it made me think about me. Like I am. You are active. I am on the social meds. Okay. Yeah. Like on them. Yeah. And if this could be any kind of like solace for my family, probably, but then also like, it wouldn't be accurate because my brand online is different from who I am. Sure. On as a person, right? Your brand. So you think of your post as like absolutely being an extension. On brand. It's an extension of myself. Like at my my Facebook page that says that's my real name. Yeah. As if there's two. Di there are two different ones. My professional page and then my page. My page is more like real life. Sometimes I'm like I'm not having a good day. A good day today. Like this is what depression is like. Da -da -da -da. Yeah. But then the pro page is literally all like shows this is what i'm doing this is how you can find me this is how you can reach me da, 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 like happy things yeah but then even offline is a little more is a little sadder than even what you portray online right because you don't want to be sad sad all the time yeah yeah so this is so that, like you, this is a really present, interesting thing because, because oh sorry go ahead you go ahead <laughs> i think i was gonna fast forward so I, I don't want to okay well yeah i i struggled with my own social media presence yeah around like like you said, you know, like posting, you know, I'm depressed today or whatever. Yeah. Um, I don't like posting that type of stuff. Yeah. And I, I used to do it a little bit, I guess. But I've kind of moved away from updating my daily life at Same. all 
on social media. Well, I don't say daily. I mean, I, I wouldn't say that I update daily about what I'm doing or what I am or whatever. Yeah. Um, I did think about making an update when I left here on my way home because tonight is like the last night before... If y'all know Washington State, then you're going to know when this podcast is being recorded. But tonight is the last night before the 99 Tunnels tolling turns on. Oh. And so I was like, oh, last free ride on the 99 yeah. Tunnel. Like, I'm, I'm going to take that tonight. Yeah. But Well, yeah, posting stuff like that is fun. And, like, people responding and reacting to it is fun. And I, mean, I used, I to, I I used to do it all the time, but I've completely fallen out of it. I guess I don't want people to think that my life is... Because someone, someone said it to me recently based on, like, photos from the gregory's or uh-huh. something oh my god we got to say alexandria hosted the gregory's with our friend jimmy shields and it was awesome thanks. it was amazing i was so impressed thanks like you you did an incredible job it, it's just imagine like the like the grammys or something or like the tony awards the tony, it's an award show it's so a you, she's theater there awards of for seattle all night every time we came out you had different outfits on true you did like song and dance numbers yep um it was amazing i was so impressed and very proud of you thanks I, I think my favorite moment was when you first walked out because you like walked in in the back of the theater yeah wearing this crazy dress yeah. and you just like sauntered in I like did. you owned the joint it was really great it was awesome it's it like really there's cool. some moments where you can be uh like masturbatory yeah. a little bit and it yeah. was like that whole song it was the emerald city sequence from the whiz and the specifically the red sequence so we go from uh green to red in the whiz and the girl comes down and they're like you've got to be red and she's like "Ooh, i wouldn't be caught dead like like all this just being extra and like extravagant and so um and when i told jimmy that he that i wanted that specific cut he made it happen so where it we had enough time to get down but it wasn't so overboard we because i think the whole thing was like two minutes and 10 seconds or something and he found a way to shave like 20 seconds off it so they can so it felt not like we were dragging you guys yeah. down the aisle with us but it felt perfect it was thanks. really fun and like i don't know i loved it you guys did an amazing job thank you and there was a moment during the night i was like wow like we have a podcast we together do. we're friends yeah. We are friends in real life. Yeah, it's like I have proof that this person knows me. <laughs> and that's it forever. You're going to be able to say that. Yeah, totally. As, as if I'm going to be something. It was really cool. Um, but you thank you. No, I, I love hosting. And so it's fun to do that. And yeah. it was a nice little go- a reach back into things I used to do in the past. Um, but anyway, so because of the Gregory's, someone commented on my photos and was like, I love your life. Hmm. How did that feel? I immediately was like, girl it ain't all is cracked up to be like i post really good things a lot because i want to keep myself happy but please know that like most day- there are days that like i get sad and like cry yeah. like and it's not even that sounds re- that sounds really depressing but like i have tried to like let my feelings just come up and, and i feel them and let them pass because i used to like just be like no 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 we don't have time to be sad we don't have time to be sad but now whenever i like feel it i'll sit down and cry hmm. and then when the crying stops pick up and move on but it's just like allowing myself to feel in that moment yeah and so like and there's been a lot of tears in 2019 it hasn't been all gregory awards gowns and wigs yeah just mostly do you know what i mean just mostly yeah but like so i i do see that there's a way that we portray ourselves online as a better version of ourselves and i'm going to tie this back into the to the show because so she starts to she gets curious and she starts to mess email message this yeah she can't help herself of course not so she's like ia is that the word ai AI. yeah jeez (laughs) (laughs) my bad (laughs) ai um 
and they're having good emails and then he's like you can text me and so they're like texting and then he's like you can call me right and they find a way to like manufacture his voice via yeah. like giving her, oh he said give me access to your videos and your right. voice notes and your da 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 so yeah she had to upload all, all the video and everything she had, she had of, him. of him stuff that wasn't public on Facebook or whatever yeah and yeah. so then he she got like the responses that he would actually say that maybe he wouldn't post on Facebook. Yeah. Like he would actually say something snarky here. Oh, like da 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 da. And then she's like, yeah. And so, um, so then she's really like having phone conversations with him. She drops her phone in the water in the bathwater. Oh, she like yeah. She drops, drops it her phone somewhere and, and freaks, freaks out. Freaks out because it's like he's in there. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, even though he's not, he tells her later, "No, I'm in the cloud." Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. She like can't help herself, but start a relationship with this AI yeah. that is also named Ash that, that has is, the voice of her dead husband and, and, and the same and the reactions. And the, yeah, and, all of that. But like really crucial missing pieces where like the very beginning of the episode, Ash, the real Ash tells her how he has this soft spot for this Bee Gees song. Yeah. And then, but Ash is always kind of, you know, pretending that things are stupid or whatever. Yeah. So then the, the fake Ash hears that song. It's like, this is lame, right? Yeah. Where she knows that he actually loved that song. Yeah. Um, and she says it like, you actually yeah. love that song. Yeah. So she's kind of fighting against what this, what this AI doesn't know. Yeah. Um, and like kind of low key training him. Exactly. L- you know, training him to be yeah. her ex-husband. But at the same time, it's the AI is also obviously trained to be subservient to her yeah. in a way that, that Ash never would have been. Yeah. So there's something fundamentally missing that can't seem to be recreated. Yeah. And she sort of well, she doesn't a, get she gets it like yet. really pissed she at that. She doesn't get there yet. Yeah. Because she the we're we're in like the messaging and the calling, right? Right, right. Then he's like, Well, there's another level to this. Right. And, and this is like a loot box in Fortnite, yo, you know? Yo, there's another level. Like if you're playing a video game and it says there's another level, it only costs like a couple thousand a dollars. Couple thousand, yeah. And they dropped a refrigerator box full of body parts. Right. And you're supposed to and and put this body in the bath yes. and sprinkle this stuff in. Yeah, electrolytes. And electrolytes, great. And then, like, turn the light off and don't open the door for anything. Like, you wait. And so she left and went downstairs. And he was still on the phone with her the whole time. And then she, he was like, okay, I got to go. because Yeah, he's like, he got to go integrate into this body into this that's body. in the bathtub upstairs. And then this wet body comes down the stairs. And it's this younger felt version of yeah. Ash. And she's, like, looking at him. And he was like, well, I mean, this would be easier if I had a towel. And it was just like cute, like oh. He's acting like Ash. Yeah, and so yeah. and she's like, "You look good." Like it's like you on a good day. Yeah, and, and then he, he said, says, "We upload the most flattering photos of ourselves." Yeah, I, I had a feeling that's where you were going. Yes, is that where you were going? That's exactly where I was going. I that really stuck out to me because like you don't upload the photos of yourself where you look <laughs> shitty. You take five selfies and upload the best one. Like right now, y'all. Jesse likes to do the to re- the video record the space news, yeah. but he has to give me heads up so that I can look nice for the video. <laughs> because there's no way that I would record a video of how I'm looking right now, which is not bad, but not good either. Like it's just regular plain face me. But See, there's, I've said this a million times, but I we don't have to go it's into fine. it. It's you fine. Know, it's fine. I just, think you look great no matter what you do. It's I, fine. I, I feel like you're very kind. I like I know women who are afraid to go out without makeup on. And I've like had friends who I've never seen without makeup on. Yeah, uh, because they it used to be me. Well, yeah, I've, I've in talking to you, I've you know, I you're not like at the level of some people that I've known, but you are on that level somewhere. Mm-hmm. And it just feels so unfair that men are not 
held to this standard that women are held to where so like real. women are afraid to go outside without that makeup on literally used and to be men me just don't have to think about that so how? i just wish that women didn't feel that way and i wish our society didn't make them feel that way i know right wishes <laughs> but i will say that i also feel like i have you know like i have to look good also but i also know? feel like, like i wear if like there were, some makeup when we film sometimes some just to make sure i'm not like, shiny some heterosexual men can be real womp womp about makeup, right? Until the day that they like do a TV show or something and somebody puts a good little blotting powder on them and they're like, they can see the the finish, the finish of their skin looking a lot better. And they're like, ah, maybe this makeup thing ain't so bad because sure. it's just, because that's what it was for me. Like I was, I got started in makeup a little bit young. My parents really wanted me not to wear makeup until I was 16, but my first pageant was at 13. Um, and not that they put me in a pageant. I asked them to do it. And so yeah. they let me do it as long as my makeup was very natural. Hmm. So I wore very natural Mary Kay makeup back in the day. And my face just looked, and it was terrible because I'm sure my face wasn't ever bad. I never really had bad acne, except I worked at Popeye's for like three years and I ate Popeye's every day for like three years. <laughs> wow. and, I was, and instead of not eating Popeye's, I just got on proactive so that I could continue to eat my oily foods and have great skin. Well, priorities, you know. <laughs> I mean, but like there was just a, a time where I got used to that refined finished look. Mm. Um, and I still, don't, I'm still not a huge fan of taking pictures without makeup on. I'll do it if someone's like, can we take it? Like if I go see someone's show and it's on a night where I, I free my face and they're like, can we take a picture? I'm like, uh, sure. Like I'm not wearing makeup, but it's fine. Like, yes, yeah. people need to see what I, so I guess, and there's pictures like that on Facebook because I've gone to see shows without makeup. So I guess my little be right back buddy would be accurate because I, there's pictures of me with my glasses without makeup on yeah. Facebook. Yeah. There you go. But not on my professional page. Though, so. <laughs> boop, boop. Yeah. I, I love that detail that like, yeah. because that's so true. I mean, you know, I, I don't know. I, I'm way less posty than I used to be Yeah, because I got so much more into content creation yeah. where I'm like posting up, you know, huge podcasts yeah. and game streaming and making music and stuff. Like that's what I want to share yeah. on social media is stuff that I've made. Yeah. Um, I don't, I've, and because I, that's what I want to share, it makes me want to share other things less. Like, it makes me not want to post about how I'm feeling during the day, Yeah, you know, especially because like I'm, I've been on medical leave for like around three years yeah. and my life is a lot of, you know, health problems and I don't want to be the person posting about their health problems on Facebook. It's that just not sense. who I want to be. That makes sense. And I have friends that are going through similar health things who do want to post about it on Facebook and they'll say like, you know, this is a really bad Lyme disease day or whatever it is, or, you know. Um, chronic pain day or whatever and for some of those people it can be like really cathartic to mm -hmm. share and i get that because i have had you know like a lot of days where i felt like i just had to hold it in yeah and i couldn't tell anyone about it because i didn't want to burden them or make them feel uncomfortable because yeah. people often feel burdened and uncomfortable when i talk to them about my health stuff um, i'm very burdened and uncomfortable right now well that's for a variety of reasons <laughs> um so and so I don't feel comfortable sharing that. And I I feel uncomfortable reading other people's updates like that. Yeah. Because of my situation and I don't I don't know why. It just like makes me feel weird. Sometimes I feel like I think the last post that I made about being in a sad place, I was just like, "Yo, 2019 has been crap. Like, let me yeah. just be real. Like it's been really bad and like there have been really good moments, but mostly yeah. the bad outweigh the good." 
But then I was just like, I feel like in order to post those things, you kind of have to like figure out a way to spin it. Because I was like, you know, if anyone else is going out there, going through it out there, please know that you're not alone. And like, there are yeah. people who are going out there, going through it with you. And we're going to make it, just make it through to the next whatever. Well, your social media presence kind of runs the gamut of emotion. Like you're not always upset and you're not always happy. You're, you're just right. kind of real. You're just like showing how you're feeling. That's really what it kind and of, I, that's what it comes down to. And I like that because what I don't like to see is people who just... Who are only posting about Only posing okay. negative things because yeah. it, it's like they, there's a currency in that. Yeah. Because they get all this attention from it. Yeah. And it's like commodifying being depressed, if, if that's your thing, if you're depressed. Oof. And then it almost makes it seem like if you're not depressed anymore, you won't have as good of a social media presence. I and will that, say see, that. See, that's a thing that just like yeah. seems so dangerous to me. It and is that's dangerous. what kind of pulled me out of of posting stuff that wasn't content creation. Especially if you're looking for the dopamine hit of a like. Sure. Like, which I can't help, you know? And I'll be honest, like, I went through a small, like, down... If there's an uptick, what's the opposite of uptick? Like, downtick? Spike? Um, Spike is... No, yeah, that's up. Anyway, my... <laughs> I, I kind of went through a, a small valley, like a small low, okay. after the Gregory Awards. Because oh, really? I had posted so much. Yeah. And that night, everyone had gotten... There was so much feedback and so much, like, people Instagram storying and all of that good stuff. So I was sharing a lot of that. Mm -hmm. And then, like, had nothing to share. Yeah. And I went through a small, like, what do I do if I have nothing to share? Yeah. And, like, Jimmy was like, do you need something to share? And I was like, I don't know. I just feel like we've been posting about this. That was your foot. I'm sorry. That's okay. We've been posting about this for so long. Like it was a ramp up, ramp up, ramp up, ramp yeah. up. And then into the weekend of it, we are posting hella getting into it. And then the event and then it's over. Yeah. And there's nothing to post. There is one more thing that we can post because we did have a photographer with us backstage. So when we get those photos, we can share them. But like, what do you like? It was almost like, oh, no, what am I going to do to get to get likes? Likes. Yeah. Totally. And, and I had to like literally put my phone away and yeah. not look at Facebook or Instagram for the next few days because I was like, I don't have anything to share. I don't have anything to post. Yeah. We just got to move on. That ride is is not healthy for me. Yeah. Like that rush is not healthy for me. Yeah. And I, I have fallen victim to it. And I was talking, I used to really love posting on social media and I was talking to a mutual friend who also loved it. And they were saying how I need to post more often and just post the little things in my head if mm -hmm. I want to like get a following. And, yeah. It, but, but it just always felt weird to me because it felt like I was making a commodity out of my own personality. Yeah. Um, which is so funny because like, what is game streaming if not that, you know? And same thing for podcasting. Yeah. But, but I, I maintain that um, like content creation for me falls into a different category because you can't do it forever if it's just about you. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like I, I had a period of time. That's why it's just about me. Right. I had a period of time in podcasting and in game <laughs> streaming where I really wanted the personal attention. Yeah. And then I really like stopped wanting that in both situations and decided and realized that I still wanted to do both things because like I have bigger reasons for wanting to do these things, you know, like I want to build positive community that make people feel less alone. And mm. that's like what I want to do across like all platforms. That's beautiful. I think so. I and like how I, I don't even know your mission. I just signed up to do this. Yeah. Podcast. Well, we're just having a good time. <laughs> I mean, it really like, it really makes me feel valuable yeah. when I hear from people that they're enjoying the show in one way or another, or like game, I hear this a lot in game streaming from people. It's like, you know, it's like we're hanging out and they have someone to hang out with. Of course. And that, and we're cool ass people to hang out with. And that can be like so valuable. Yeah. So, um, 
I, I want to provide value for other people. It's no longer trying to provide value for myself. That's beautiful. Um, because that's what really gives me I think that that's great. Life, and, it's, and, it's, and it helps for me to like think about as an actor. Like you take a gig, you look into a gig, you're trying to be like, ah, what if, you know, this makes me the, this is my big break instead of just like enjoying the thing. You yeah. Know what I mean, um, well, you want to make something that makes someone else feel. Yeah. That's why you create, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm all about too. And like, I want to give people experiences and, lift people up or make people think and I mean that's yeah. why I love talking about science fiction and I always have because it gives a really clean and easy path into the type of discussion that I want to have which is like what is the world and who are we and how do we exist inside of it yeah and like looking at the broader context of like what is our planet in the context of the universe you know yeah. like, that's what really interests me I think that those things are endlessly fascinating uh, but when I make it about me it's like uh I I I get into an unhealthy headspace about it. Yeah. Um, and I take things too personally and I, you know, I stop loving it. Yeah, because now it's about a dollar sign. Yeah. And that's why I changed the name of the show because it used to be Sci-Fi with Jesse Mercury and now it's Space Nerds because now it's, it's about us. Yeah. yeah. Like we are all Space Nerds, the listeners, the people on the show, like that's what we are, who we are and why we're coming together to have fun and talk to each other. And that just feels so much better to me. Yeah. So I'm, you know, I'm having so much fun doing this now and I feel like so... Um, rejuvenated from where I was before. That's beautiful. Yeah. I forgot where I was going with that. It's okay, but it's... I was going to try to find anywhere in there to segue into back into the... Let's do it. Let's just let's just <laughs> go back into it. Let's yeah. just jump back into it. So basically, jumping back into it is... Because right now we're at Naked Ash right. so 2.0, she, she standing like, on the stairs. The upgraded Ash, which is an actual... Body? Body. What, what are we calling this? It's not like a human. Android? It's not, it wasn't a robot because it was in water. Well. Can it, androids be in water? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Well. Some kind of a skin flesh I don't suit. think androids exist as of yet. That's but, great. Okay. I mean, I've seen data go underwater I on mean, Starship. Janelle Monet. don't. Ugh. Have you ever heard of the Ark Android? No, but have you seen her movie? Um, for the whole, for, for the new album, uh, Dirty Computer? Yes. Yes. You, okay. So you have to listen to the uh the album the arc android it's about is that her first album yeah I, okay. second i think is that the one with the what's it called on it that big hit that she tightrope yeah it might be because i think i have heard that album i think about, i do know that okay so it's about cindy mayweather like, the arc and or not that she's the arc android but she is uh electric lady number one and they think that she might be the arc android but she's like she may not be she's like the hero of the oh, world there's like a story in the album there's yes okay this stuff like, i don't know yeah, yeah. Sh- it's fantastic i love janelle monet she's and everything. dirty computer Woo! i watched it with with andy recently and when it started we we're both like i don't know about this and yeah. by the time it was over it's like that was fucking great <laughs> yeah. that was awesome and like, the album what a is cool fantastic thing. and the oh, album man. is just wonderful like those giant vagina suits that yes, they were wearing pink. and dancing in pink so good. oh man that song was stuck in my head for months of course and she does this like prince thing in that song oh it's fucking yeah great uh that's uh make me feel that's just the way you, you make, make me feel, feel. Yeah. oh my god it's so good that's good yeah dirty computer go check it out it's really a really good album but also actually, like it's a movie it's like an hour-long yep. sci-fi on music YouTube. video yeah is it on youtube okay i, I watched YouTube. it on uh, amazon prime okay so it's out there check it, it out it should be there yeah. um but so android yeah. android or some kind of flesh suit yeah um whatever <laughs> and here's so this is what is wild so they're sitting face to face and she's kind of looking at him and uh i think she gives him clothes and they talk a little bit but then she starts drinking and i think does he know she's pregnant yeah. 
Because then he's like, should you be drinking that much? Like, she right. was drinking wine. Because she, she told him that she was pregnant when he was still just an AI. Okay. And he says, wow, I'm going to be a dad. Yeah. And oh. it's like, man, is that the right response? Oh. I don't know. Can you imagine, like, the people who no. are writing the software for how this thing responds? Oof. Like, the tightrope that they're walking? Yeah. Because they're trying to sell yeah. these, eventually try to sell them these super expensive Android bodies. bodies. Yep that like come prepackaged that don't have a face nope you put it in the tub with some electrolytes and it grows your your yep. dead husband's face that's so wild nbd or, or any person or whoever yeah. yeah um yeah so they're trying to sell you that so they are like really preying on people's grief yeah while at the same time providing um a service to get through the grief yeah and i think that's kind of at the core of this episode like is this could this be a healthy thing for because someone it's not, because it could be a a means to an end versus right. a means through it versus like the, right. the right. staying in the same place because right it, it helped it seems that maybe have helped her get through the death of her husband yep even though she has to hide him because yeah, even though hi- things don't somebody go well. came over yeah. somebody came over she hides him right um and then she brings him back and oh well they end up having sex a whole lot which yeah. is which is wild uh, because he like turns on and off like oh, right. by like not by doing anything but just by yeah he can just turn his turn erections on, on and off which yeah. is which is in contradiction to the beginning of it where like the she got pregnant through him like coming too fast right and the, so the she sex they have with her, the last sex she has with her yep. husband is mediocre at yep best. yep because yeah. and then she, he's like sorry and she's like okay I'll just go to sleep like that's it and yeah, okay he over. says sorry and then she's like oh, oh it's okay and he's like but I am pretty tired. That's it. So he just like gets off and goes to bed. Goes to bed. Which is not the right thing to do. Well, just, I, I mean. You, just boys out there, if you <laughs> if you prematurely ejaculate, it's oh okay. God. It happens. But you got to check in on your partner and make sure that, that whoever they are is getting their needs met. Okay. Before you go to sleep. There you go. That's my, that's all I have to say about that's that. That's it. And he doesn't. He just goes to he sleep. He just goes to bed. So then so when she fucks the android, he's like way better at and it. Like, and just stays up. The yeah. whole time. Yeah. And they obviously have like much more passionate sex. Of course. Which was so interesting. But then she's looking at him and she's like, he had a mole. Uh-huh, and she, yeah. And he's like, where? And she's like, right there. And he grows he a mole. He grows a mole instantly. Just immediately. Yeah. Anyway, so it goes on and on. And then like something that she just is not satisfied with because he's, she says something to him like, go away or yeah. whatever. He won't fight back. He won't, he won't defend back. himself. He just leaves. And that drives her crazy because Ash would always fight back yep. and always defend himself. And yep. like, she tries to get fake Ash to hit her. And he's yeah. like, did the real Ash ever hit you? She's like, no, but he, would, he wouldn't be like this, yeah. you know? Yeah. She just wants some sort of like something response from him. Yeah, and she realizes that she can't get it. Spontaneous response. Yeah. Or true like emotional response. Yeah. And, it's unclear if this thing has emotions. I mean, they don't go into that in the episode. I don't episode. feel like it does. It seems like he, it seems like he doesn't, but um, but who knows? Because he says a couple times throughout the episode about like I feel this way or I want this, and like is is he saying those things because that's what Ash would have said? I think that he's saying he's recreating a saying versus yeah. or is he feeling desiring. those things? I don't think he's actually desiring. Yeah, because things get so bad that she because he said she he doesn't have him, to eat. And right. she was like, well, do you want me to? Because I can. But yeah. like, yeah. he doesn't have to eat or sleep. Yeah. Because a couple times, like she'd roll over and his eyes would just open. And she's like, can you at least just like breathe? Like try. And then he tries and she's like, just stop it. I can tell you're faking. <laughs> Which is great. So she gets frustrated to the point of walking fake Ash. Yeah. To a cliff. Yes. And telling him to jump. Right. And she was like, and not really telling him because she says... Ash would have known what was up by now. Right. 
Yeah, like on the ride over, Ash yeah. would have figured out he was being marched to his execution. Yeah. Yeah, so she tells him to jump, and then, I mean, he, he basically like says that he doesn't like, want to. I mean, no, he says, Ash never displayed any suicidal tendencies. Right, that's right, that's right. But in that moment, doesn't it seem like there is a self-preservation mechanism in this android? No. You don't think so? No. Here's what I... Because the next part is where I want to talk to you about. Sure. The next part is where she says he would have fought, he would have done this, he would have done that. Right. And then Ash, fake Ash starts begging. Right. In this really creepy way. Yeah. And she like holds her ears like, no, no, no. And screams, yeah. And screams. I want to know, where did fake Ash get that from? Was it the night that he died? No, I don't want to die. No, please, I don't want to die. Oh, my God. So you think he was on his phone and that was recorded? Do you think that that... Oh, wow. I didn't even fucking think about that. You think that is, that was if he, what if, he was actually saying before he died? Wow. Because how... Well, now I think that... How does fake Ash get those words? How does he get the passion behind it? How does he get the emotion behind it? I was thinking that... He just turns it on because he thinks that's what she wants to I hear? I was thinking that the android was Had, having a moment of wanting to stay alive and was like... Mm. Was realizing that, that his owner and operator was about to destroy him yeah and that if he wanted to live he had to make it known that he wanted to live but he, emotionally because he, he didn't say i don't want to jump he didn't say what did he say he said no please i don't want to die hold on we, yeah. i can even pull it up but yeah, it's yeah, like pull it up. He, yeah okay i found it no! don't do it okay he this is not that's not him he's it's like, what am, hold on, I gotta turn up my brightness because it's being weird. Play now. Seriously, don't do it. He thinks she's going to jump. Mm. Okay. That's when they first got there. Okay. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he would have worked out what was going on. Can you hear? Yeah. This wouldn't have ever happened, but if it had, he would have worked it out. Oh, Sorry, that's good. Hang on, that's a very difficult sentence to process. <laughs> jump. What? Over there. Oh, he's I Irish, never right? Suicidal thoughts or self-harm. Yeah, oh. you aren't you, are you? That's another difficult one, to be honest with you. You're just a few ripples of you. There's no history to you. You're just a performance of stuff that he performed without thinking, and it's not enough. Come on, I aim to please. Aim to jump, just do it. Okay. If you're absolutely sure. See, Ash would have been scared. He wouldn't have just leapt off. He would have been crying. He would have been... Oh. Oh. Oh, God, no. Please, I don't want to do it. Oh, okay. Please don't make me do it. Okay. No, that's not fair. No, I'm I'm frightened. Darling, please, I don't... Don't me. I don't want to die. Oh, God, I don't want to die. It's not fair. Please, I'm frightened. I don't want to die. Don't... No! Okay, so I guess he says, I don't want to do it. Okay. Yeah. There but now you got me thinking, like, when he says, I don't want to die, was that... Where did that come from? Yeah, was he that the thing? Because he kind of, like, in the video, he looks down and to the right, and then he comes back up with these. Yeah. I don't want to do it. Please don't make me do it. Yeah, it's like he's processing her information that Ash would have reacted differently and yeah. then comes up with a different response. Yeah. But and you never know with this thing. Like, is it just programmed to make you continue using it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it seems like it's it's obviously programmed no. to make you get deeper and deeper into it. Yeah. By, like, buying this more expensive thing. 
Because if they were really trying to help you with your grief, they I would don't, stop I it don't at think the, that they would sell you a, a body. an Android body. Yeah. Because like that's just it's just too easy to fall back into your life yeah. with your partner yep. who's now simulated and yeah. never get over it yeah. and never actually deal with it. But that part, that part for that, that part of him like jumping or like begging for his life really like really makes her realize like he's not real and he's not coming back. Yeah. Because in the very next shot is of her and her daughter getting out of the car years later, years later. Yeah. And it's her, birthday it's not her birthday it's almost her birthday it's isn't it the daughter's birthday it is the daughter's birthday yeah. so she's like can i take some cake up right to the attic to the attic and in the attic is fake ash he's got like a chair and that's he just it. lives there he that's lives his whole life attic. yeah and she visits him like mm-hmm. once a year the it's, baby girl does not she even said like it's not a weekend or something i think yeah. maybe she visits him on weekends wow so this little girl knows that her dad is dead but she, there's this fake version of her Oof. dad that she's gotten to know that she plays with as like a toy in the yeah. attic which is what fucking do you think about? Wild. what do you think about that i mean as an ending for this episode i thought it was fucking brilliant yeah. i thought it was perfect because they set it up by saying you know my like Ash mom says earlier, my mom the, puts yeah. all the pictures in the attic as if like when these people are gone, they don't exist anymore and they just get stored. The memory yeah. of them is stored in the attic, yeah, but not dealt with in the house. And it seems like she brought his memory into the house with her physically yeah. and couldn't deal with his death and then realized that she had to put the memory of him in the attic in order to move on. Yeah. But she has this conflicted relationship with it because yeah. you can see it in her face yep. when she's about to go up in the attic. It's like she's resigned to not resigned herself to doing it she doesn't want to but she does want to yeah. like you see all that in the performance because Haley atwell is brilliant of in course. this and uh, they both are i mean donald gleason is, is fucking great in this and his when i was looking at him on the cliff obviously like this is a younger sphelter version of him but he had a great smile oh he yeah was, he's so charming cute. yeah that's what i was like is he irish because that little dialect was just yeah uh, he's got a very darling i can't do it that's terrible it's <laughs> terrible sorry you guys yeah so i don't know i mean i I love I love this episode. I love the way it's written. I yeah. mean, I I think that that's a perfect ending. And I did read that some people were upset with the ending, which I thought was interesting. How'd you feel about the ending? I thought it was fine. Yeah. I put him in the attic. Yeah. But I don't think it ever explains like did the friend ever find out? Do people know besides the daughter? Does the daughter go squeal at everybody mm. like, "Oh, you know, my daddy's fake daddy. My yeah. fake daddy lives in the attic." Like, yeah, just like 15 Million Merits, there's so many unanswered questions yeah. that I would love to have answered because the episode was so good. Yeah. I would have I would have traveled with this story for a whole season, if not an entire show. I yeah. mean, if this was the pilot episode of a whole show, I sign me up because yeah. there's so many questions that I want to see answered. You know, I would I would watch I would walk with this story yeah. because it's got legs. Yeah. Um and I I obviously felt that way about 15 Million Merits as well. Yeah. So yeah, I'm I'm so into it. It's With fascinating. With this episode, because I was about to ask you about your rate, like we do out of 10. Yeah. But with this episode, I feel like, because to me, excuse me, if I'm going to spoil something for you, it's that I think season two is really good. Okay. And I don't think, I think it's going to be really easy to rate all these episodes very highly or like because to me i would end up saying a nine only because i'm comparing it to yeah. what my favorite is and i haven't seen what my favorite, favorite is yet. yeah and yeah. so i'm like but i also feel like i i feel like it's just like a i should do like a thumbs up or thumbs down because i feel like mm. all of the episodes from this point forward get really good yeah and they're we can nitpick and say like oh this i didn't like this i didn't like yeah um but because i would i would absolutely rate this episode well nine out of ten only because 
uh, compared to my favorite and because that friend was just so wrong like all of oh, it is, man. the basis of this episode is based in like but, something that should not have happened that friend was but absolutely that out of, friend out of place. exists out of line you know what i mean like that woman Oof, exists the way line. she treated uh what's her name M- martha martha the yeah. way she treated martha is real like that is a Ugh. real thing and the writer putting it in there to drive the plot forward was out brilliant of line so yeah she's absolutely out of line but i thought it was brilliantly written and i would not mark the episode down for that yeah yeah and i wanted to rate 15 million merits as a 10 but i didn't because of what we were talking about with uh with uh what was it called the blobber guts blobber guts yeah i gave it like a 9.8 yeah in this episode i have like no reservations i, I there's nothing about it that i think was like i think that it, it recognizes its own issues and it it Un- unfolds them yeah. and that's like the whole point of this episode and that's what I'm saying I don't even know that's what I'm saying I'm giving it a 9 based on what my on favorite is yeah. but I'm I'm at this point I feel like it. I would just give it a thumbs up versus a thumbs yeah. down like my thumbs down is for National Anthem National Anthem yeah. and for me like I, I can't I can't mark this one down I can't find no. anything yet. I'm a little more clinical about my yeah. rating is like um, is there anything oh, about man, the man? I cannot wait for you to see my favorite and to oh, see good. if I can't wait to see if it's like you just like I hated it. It's terrible because I <laughs> the I think we're gonna have really great discussion. Based I can't on wait. It. So yeah, like this one, I feel like I, I actually have a lot more to say about this episode. But yeah. I, well, let's get let's rate it now. But we're not wrapping up. Quite oh, yet. I didn't know I, that. Okay, I, I have. There's a huge thing that we have to talk about. So. Oh, great. Um, so for me, I would rate this a ten because there's nothing about it that I think drags it down as a piece of tv i think it's just incredibly well made well written well performed um yeah it's just across the board it's just really really good there's so many small details in it yeah the the writing of how ash responds is for me it's pitch perfect all the way through of being just a little bit wrong but trying as hard as it can to mm-hmm. be right and mm-hmm. like you know taking taking adjustments um but like this idea of replacing a loved one with an android version of them is just never going to never going to be exactly the right, human yeah. you know yeah and in my opinion never going to be healthy yeah I, and i i like how she's using it at the end i like that she has it as like a reminder yeah it's like a, a photo album of yeah. ash yeah and a way for her child to know who her father was in some way but but not a part of her life and not yeah. like living with her uh as it was before i yeah. i don't know that seems like progress and who am i to judge this other woman who Lost I'm judging her, her partner. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. so I don't know. I, I think this episode raises a lot of really fascinating questions. Uh, and I, I think it's a 10 out of 10. I think it's fucking Great. awesome. Yeah. Okay. This is what we haven't talked about. And what for me, this is about? like the biggest thing okay. is like the morality of recreating somebody yeah. for this. Would you, or would you not want this service or any aspects of this service? Because there, as we know, there are different levels. <laughs> I feel like I wouldn't, I would not. None of it. No, because I think, um, Mm-mm. okay to an extent yes um the like texting or the emailing mm-hmm. the emailing maybe just for like a hey this is your anniversary hi miles are you gonna bite me because that'd be really rude of you to come over to me and then bite me <laughs> i wouldn't put it past them okay. but it would be rude this is very rude he's Go like away. he's like martha's friend get away from my foot he he doesn't know what's good for you but he thinks he does what do you want do i smell like food buddy come here go over, go over there with your daddy come here Good boy. Don't bite my foot now. <laughs> Hell. What were we um, talking about? <laughs> like the email, the email. Yes. Emailing, okay. Because yeah. 
recently I've been seeing a lot of this on Facebook too, which is why I've been slowing down my usage of Facebook. But you know how like people have phone numbers to their parents or somebody and that parent passes away and then that phone number and they text like, hey dad, texting you every year, da 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 da, or like, it's Hmm. been a hard day, I'm going through. And then they realize that that phone number has been given to somebody else because phone phone companies don't care. Right. And so then they're like, hey, this isn't your dad. Or you know what I mean? Like, or oh, like, wow. maybe that they're must not. be so traumatized. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So like you, you have your, this number saved in your phone and you're texting this person to be like, I know that you're gone, but I just need to update you on my day. Or I just need to tell you your, your grandson is getting so big. Da, 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 you know, like all those things. I feel like it could be very helpful to have a place to send that. Sure. Where, and I don't know if I would even want a response, but that you know that no one else is going to be given that phone number. Yeah. That, do you know what I mean? Absolutely. That you, it, the, the email will never bounce back. It'll always yeah. be going somewhere. Um, but as far as like taking it so far as to have that person there, because here's the thing. And think about that in just regular exes, right? Like not, not dead people. If you could have any of your exes back, would you get back with them? Well, no, well, because so, I'm I'm in a relationship exactly. that I'm very happy. But like, in. really, th- but th- like, think about like if you broke up with Andy and it was devastating, and it was like bad. It was bad. Like, there's no recreate. There's no coming back together. Yeah. But you try it, and you're just like, you keep trying, you keep trying. You're like, oh no, this relationship just actually isn't going to work. It's not healthy. It's not this. It's not that. Uh-huh. I would equate it with that. With like, I wouldn't want someone who is alive back. <laughs> so. <laughs> So I feel like there's a there's like an extra level like someone well who's someone who's away. alive that you lose is for reasons that are it's better for you to not be with them but, yeah but death takes people away whether we want them to or not it's true so it's a very different I parting guess. I guess that's right yeah I don't know I mean like that was she, my that was my only th- and this story like we can't forget that the story is driven by the fact that she finds out she's pregnant yeah. right after he's killed yeah. Um, so her daughter is raised without ever knowing her father and it's yeah. such a tragedy. Yeah. Um, and I haven't been through a loss like that. Like I've lost family members of the older generation and I've lost a few friends. Um, but no one that was like in my immediate circle, you know, like I, you know, people that I knew from high school or, or from San Diego or something like that. I've, mm-hmm. or, or even people from up here that, you know, have passed away, but people who were friends of mine that I was always happy to see, but I wasn't like hanging out with all the time or, yeah. you know, recording podcasts with or something. That's it. So, or, or dating or, and you know, like I've lost all of my grandparents, but my parents are still here. And, yeah. um, so I'm, I'm speaking out of ignorance about what it feels like to lose someone who's a part of your daily world. Yeah. Um, but I also feel very strongly that there's a natural order to things. Because you would feel, I mean, I don't want to, if you're dating anyone else, because I don't want to put this on Andy at all, but if you're dating anyone else and that person had passed away, would you totally, would you order the body? I would feel so wrong to order the body. I, I wouldn't want any of it. I mean, Not I, even the emails. I don't think I'd want the emails. No. I don't know if I'd want a response to my emails, but I think I'd want a place to send things. I think that like getting a response from from someone who was no longer alive would make me so much sadder. Yeah. Because it would feel like, oh my You're God, not this is almost like it. Yeah. And I want it. Yeah. But I can never have it again. And I think again. that's the thing too. Because and it would when drive you have, me fucking crazy. You would have Android body and it yeah. wouldn't be it. Right. 
But it seems like it. But it's close and to it's it. It's close to it. But it ain't it. That would really drive me fucking wild. Yeah. I, I like in a bad way. It yeah. would drive me crazy. I would hate it. Yeah. I would really, really hate it. So I not only do I not want it, I would hate it. I it's like the last thing that I would want is like a a, a flesh and not blood reminder <laughs> of what I'd lost. And flesh in quotes, because we don't even right. know what it is that they're synthetic flesh. Synthetic yeah. stuff. He's okay, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I would I would really I really wouldn't want it. But if it if it helps someone else get through their grief, then it's not my place to say whether or not it's good or bad. Um, like it seemed like the episode is not trying to say that it's necessarily a bad. bad. No, nope. I think it was just kind of showing how future technology of diff- of different varieties, because we look at several different types of technology in the episode. You know, be it just like artificial intelligence yep. or artificial voice recreation or artificial bodies can fill in something that someone had lost. You know, that that's a really interesting, compelling concept. And there's a morality in play there that's going to be different for every single person. And I don't like the idea of just making a blanket statement that this is wrong for everyone. Yeah. Because I could imagine people who it might be right for. Like, imagine if you are, you know, 90 years old and you lost a partner that you'd been with for like 60 years. Um, and you don't, you don't want to date ever again. Like, you don't want to you don't want to deal with any of that. You just want that person back. Like, you know, at the end of your life, uh, maybe having the comfort. The android body of just being there. Yeah, maybe that is enough. You know, I don't know. I've never been 90 years old. I hope to be 90 years old someday. That'd be nice. My grandma will be 95 on Tuesday. That's amazing. Yeah, I mean, my grandpa was was in his 90s when he passed away. Mm -hmm. And he was like super independent up until he died. Like he... He moved out of his house and into a, um, one of my grandpas anyway, uh, moved out of his house and into a assisted living community after uh, my grandma passed away because he wanted to be around people and he wanted to, you know, be in a place where if his body wasn't working as well when he got older, he'd have assistance, but he hated it. He felt like he was being pandered to by everyone and he felt like he didn't have any real connections or relationships with anyone. So he moved back into his house and lived alone until he died in mm-hmm. his house. Um and there's, it seemed like the the familiarity of the place that he'd lived with his wife was better even without her than the unfamiliarity yeah. of this whole other life. Yeah. So it seems like you know when you've been in a life for that long, um, you know keeping as much of it as you can for as long as possible was comforting to him. And I can, if he could have had that android, I'm sure that he would have. Mm. I I can't imagine him not. You know. Right. Yeah. I mean, he would have made one of of young her. I'm sure. Oh gosh, you know? get out. Yeah, I'm sure he was he was a horn dog. Gross. Yeah, I mean, thank you for ruining that very touching story. Yeah, you know. Yikes! That's my grandpa. I can't. <laughs> but in but yeah, that's why I, I just feel like there's no right or wrong here. There's just yeah, people's there's just, opinions. There's just levels. Yeah, there's different levels. There's levels, and like, I I definitely would want a communication like place i would want to be able to send something pictures emails whatever um yeah that would never bounce back because I, right. I feel like the rejection of that a bounce back or a text message from someone who ain't your family like or ain't that loved one saying like hey this is awkward but like <laughs> i don't know who you are i don't know who that is definitely not your dad i'm sure they love you but like, <laughs> like oh my god i have a daughter <laughs> stop texting me right <laughs> so like i could see that yeah. but i don't know about the body also, like, this is me as a 31-year-old saying, like... Yeah. Mm-mm. Well, 
But I get what the, you're saying the, about the older people being able yeah. to have companionship. And but not that I know what I'm talking about, but that's just a thought. Um, there's a couple other levels to this. Like people, I know people who've passed away whose Facebook pages still exist. Yeah, and, they have the memorial. Yeah, or like a Facebook group that is like a memorial group. Yeah, where people kind of go to their page once a year on their birthday and share memories. And I actually, am I think still, that's I'm still friends really with a cool. few of people, a few of like friends of families who have passed away. I'm still yeah. friends with them on Facebook. Yeah, and. Uh, like I would not delete a friend on Facebook if they'd passed away. I you know? just went to a memorial service last not this last Saturday, yes. And uh and <clears throat> she passed away unexpectedly and her daughter had access to her Facebook. So this memorial service was on Saturday. On Sunday, Miss Terry reposted an old post. And immediately everyone goes in the comments like Hopefully this is <laughs> your daughter or your son that has access to your page because we don't we literally just saw you. Oh my god! Yesterday, that's crazy. And the daughter was like, "Yep, it's me. I just saw the post and I miss my mom today." So yeah, and it was just like, "Wow." Yeah, but it was just that moment of like, "Are you back from the dead?" Uh, why are you liking things are from you back from, from beyond? <laughs> like they got good Wi-Fi up there, girl. Yeah. <laughs> Facebook is everywhere. Everywhere, even in heaven, apparently. <laughs> like, oh my god. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that's there's like a level there that I think is really good. Which I and think I, like Facebook kind of does that for us. I guess you yeah, can still go and it's say like, like the one good thing. My uncle, my uh, my, it's like my play uncle, but my uncle Kent, when he passed away, his page is still around, and it just says uh, in memory of, but it still allows you to like post on yeah, the wall totally. or whatever. So that I think you that's can, so great. Yeah, a public place to remember every person who's ever yeah. lived. Yeah, if they want to be yeah. shared that way, I think that's yeah. really powerful and like real, uh, such an amazing so i guess tool. i wouldn't need this service because i could just both my parents are very active on facebook too yeah. so i could just be like hey miss you hoes <laughs> thankfully enough they don't listen to the podcast because they would hate that i said i'm gonna send it miss to you. don't do it um the other side to this that i thought about a lot is how much information are we feeding our social media that it Oof. is able to recreate us yeah and like how far off is that because i wonder i think i would just first of all buy like uh, Android body Alexandria would be stunning because <laughs> I only post like the best things for the most part as we discussed yeah. earlier um, so I just feel like I'd just walk and just be a bombshell but I don't think that it would be able to tell what kind of hair I'd have because I have so many different kinds <laughs> on Facebook right now just yeah. different lengths different you know experimentations with like extensions and wigs and whatnot sure um, so who knows but but yeah, how much do we put ourselves on the internet that would allow and how much maybe how much of, of us like say retweeting contributes to that personality? Yeah, that's interesting. You that's know what I mean? The things sure. that we retweet. Yeah. Yeah, there's like a there's a there's like a com- commoditization of identity happening in social media. But what if like and and we already know that that like that information is being sold and used against you, you know, with ads and bots and all this stuff. We know that that's happening. Mm-hmm. But what, and we also know that there's like deep fake videos coming out. I mean, what if people can recreate your personality and like make video evidence of you doing a thing that you didn't do? Yeah. Like that's, that's already almost possible, if not already possible. And, you know, like we can make things with special effects. We can make things look like they're happening uh, much easier than we can make things actually happen, you know? So that's, that's not that far off. And that makes me doubly cautious about how much I post. I will yeah. tell you, actually, thinking about Facebook, the turning point for me was 
probably the election. The election yeah. Where I when I I got a letter from you know Facebook saying your information was sold to Cambridge Analytica, Oof. which was what was used yeah. um, to help Trump get elected. Yeah. So and obviously like I didn't vote for Trump, so it didn't yeah. work on me, but. Um, but it's felt disgusting. It just felt so gross that me interacting with this website and here's the thing, was being mine used against was not me. compromised, but because I had friends, yeah, I got the same thing that was like your friends. You weren't one of them, but your friends were. Oh, you got that. Okay. I got, well, I got the like you might have been because of them, and yeah. I was just like because all my posts are also sh- I don't have any very very seldom do I post a public post on my personal page. Yeah, everything is just friends, not even friends of friends. Um, but like. And also for me, it was just the visibility of all the people who thought that Trump was God ordained. That oh, I was yeah. just like, I. That's when I changed. Like, oh, I don't want to be on Facebook anymore. Y'all, <laughs> yeah. are, y'all are terrible here. Yeah, and then after the election, Facebook became so depressing, so bad. It's like I'm just wallowing in despair, and I already was. I didn't need to. I think it was really have it thrown in my face. This constantly. is so bad, but I. It was so interesting to watch. I told you. Oh, this. you told. Yeah, tell us. Tell tell the space because this is fascinating. It, it was so interesting to watch my white friends go yeah. through. Yes. Go through this. <laughs> because if y'all, there's an SNL sketch with Dave Chappelle. I saw it, and yeah. a couple of other black actors. Of the, uh, what are they, troop members. What are they called? Cast members? There we go. Cast members. <laughs> <laughs> and like the white people are like, it's election night and they're watching the results roll in and the white people are like, what? We could, how does this even? And like the black people are just like, yeah, well, you know, it yeah. happens. Because it was it was interesting. Like we, I, I'll speak for myself. I have never thought of like America as this fantastic, ah, hmm. oh, like even with Obama being elected, like the I was land like, of the free. Right, right. I was like, oh, so cool. We have a black president. That's awesome. But I also knew that he had to be ten times as good mm-hmm. to get half as much credit. Mm-hmm. I also knew that he had to be perfect. Mm-hmm. There had to be not a spot, not a blemish. Even the fact that his name was like Barack Hussein Obama, like kind of almost screwed him, but not a little, not enough, but just enough to have people say that sort of thing about him. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And I mean, like, Donald Trump ra- was the leader of the birtherism movement. And ha- and like, he had to be without spot or wrinkle. Yeah. And in order to get, like, and the, what was his, like, big controversies were like him wearing a tan suit. Right. Him smoking a cigarette. Yeah. Like, all of that stuff that, like, now so so many travesties that are committed yeah that and so it's interesting to me i knew i was just like oh well you know he has to be perfect michelle obama had to be perfect yeah and as a black woman walking (laughs) really and as a black woman walking this country like the ground of this country i i felt for her because she couldn't even she couldn't even get her arms were too buff they called her names they called her a man they called her a monkey they called her a gorilla like oh so many terrible things that she had to like be completely perfect with her hair. Mm. You never saw her curls. You never saw like natural hair from her because she had to assimilate like all of those things. Right. So I got to see that country. And I also see that like the country has been like trotting on, you know, black people for a very long time. And so, so to see the, the, to see, maybe it was just like the mass of seeing white people not get what they want. Maybe uh-huh. like, but on such a devastating level, like they yeah. just knew that this country was had taken steps forward, and we yeah, we're, we're about to get a woman. This is, we got woman Hillary. president. We get we have Hillary, you guys. Right. Oh my gosh, who was Hillary's running mate? Was it a man? Uh, yeah, Clinton and who? C- Kane. Was it 
something Kane? Senator Kane? Sure. I don't know. Was that? Is she sure? No. I don't think that that was it. Anyway, <laughs> um, like just knowing that, that we are on the precipice of something so amazing and it's yeah. absolutely going to happen right and can't wait to have all of our dreams realized yeah and then for them to go like what is america right now i don't even know and i was just like looking at <laughs> it's it was so intriguing to me like yeah because you've been living what is america for years for, for years years and yeah. watching it and seeing yeah. it on and especially within the last few years with like black people being killed in the streets at the hand of police yeah like seeing it and going this is a terrible country yeah is that a story you want to share? What, like you're going to cut this out? Well, if I know, I mean, like, I, I wanted to ask you about what you saw, but I don't know if that's a story you want to share. Oh, yeah. No, because it wasn't at the hands of police. And okay. I think that they got the person, but okay. we don't, we don't, I recently, no, it's fine. Okay. I can just say that I recently um, came into contact with kind of a bit of trauma myself regarding a young black man who was killed in the city that i live in um but it wasn't at the hands of police it was at the hands of someone who we think may have gotten caught um, yeah but uh, violence against uh, against young black men goes beyond police yes, brutality you're right you're right you're right yeah. and it's it's rampant and it's yeah. even in in as blue of places as metropolitan seattle and tacoma right. like, like you you like came across a body a body yeah mm-hmm. and like uh, you're the person who found someone yeah and you like talked to her and, or to not to her to their mom i did i went yeah. to the memorial service because i didn't know how else to like honor this human because I didn't know how long he had been out there when I found him and I didn't know and he was unidentified for about three or four days before the family was notified and then everyone could mourn so it was just kind of like it could have been anyone in my family it could have been my brother it could have been my cousin it could have been any of them so it's just like to see that this is what (laughs) America is right but to it's really interesting that like the election was what woke up some of my friends yeah but also woke up some of my friends that i thought were actual friends to be like no we don't hate you and oh I'm just god like, like of course we're not racist like you're our friend and i'm like that's not how this works right i'm not the good black that absolves you of your racism right. oh god no <laughs> so like i could see why people would not want to spend more time on facebook because it went downhill after the election yeah it like polarized people so far in one way or another where yeah. it, and both of them were hard for me to stomach, you know, like too far Very in either true. direction. And I, and I will say that I straddled the line of like, I fought a lot of battles on Facebook that I should oh, not wow. have. Yeah. I did a lot of like arguing why black lives matter. Yeah. I won't do that ever again. Like. Which is fucking frustrating because it is important and like, it is a battle worth fighting, but like Oof. the way people come at, other people yeah black lives versus blue lives and like black lives versus all lives right because those are only all lives and blue lives are only in response to black lives matter it's never in just because it's never right it's like feminism is not saying kill all men you know feminism is saying there are issues that affect women that men are not recognizing and that's what black lives matter was trying to say is like this is an issue affecting our community yep and black lives matter didn't even have the support of like most feminist movements but we're not going to talk about that yeah it's fucking crazy yeah I don't know. It like what a, it was a very tumultuous time that and, really really turned me off to social media in yeah. a lot of different ways. Yeah. Um, because mm-hmm. I don't know. 
I don't know, but I, I'm, I'm such All a hypocrite because like not, I'm not posting on Facebook, but then I'm, I'm putting this conversation out there. Like you and I are sitting down and having this long winded discussion about our views where we don't have someone of the opposing viewpoint. We don't You're have right. a Trump supporter in here, but, but that's because like, sorry, I just, i made a really bad face too. I just, <laughs> yeah. But he, okay. Here's my theory on this is that if I want to make positive change and I want to be out in the world, you know, I like sharing stuff. Yeah. Um, why don't I just make sure that what I'm sharing is what I want it to be and and something that I think could have some sort of positive effect in some way or another? I will say I've always wanted to meet like an out and proud racist and like <laughs> and chat with them. But the but the issue is like they would meet me and they would probably like me, but they would write me off as like a, a one in a million chance. Do you know yeah. what I mean? And so it won't ever be the real thing. I Yeah, I try to wrap my brain around it. I um, the best I can figure is that people are holding on to whatever they can to whatever like power or status or um, advantages that they have, yeah. and if anyone because they're, everyone's just scraping by, right? We're yeah. all just human beings trying to make our way in this world. Absolutely. And if you have been treated better your whole life because you're a white man, and all of a sudden someone's trying to take that away from you. Um, and try to say, no, you're actually equal to everyone else. And maybe even slightly less because you're kind of a scumbag yeah. for having all these horrible views. Yikes. Like you're going to respond badly to that because yeah. no one wants to look inside and say, oh, I'm shit. You yeah. know, like you and I do it all the time. It's real. <laughs> um, but I, and I, so I think that's why people fight against it so hard is because they're like, no, this is, this is just the way the world is. Yeah. You know, this has always been the way the world was and you can't change it now. It's like this whiny petulant response to being shown that they are being awful i don't know that's the only thing that i can think of but i, I don't really understand it obviously yeah. and i'm glad that i don't i don't know if this is what the space nerds want to hear are they gonna well, be mad this at is us what they're getting okay <laughs> i don't charlie, know charlie are you still listening yeah did we lose charlie are we are you still with us <laughs> <laughs> yeah for context we read that letter and recorded this podcast on the same day but oh, no one. You, but so you don't have to do that because you you could have said that we. They'll hear it. It was from day. the it was from the previous episode. Yeah, the one where I beamed you in. Yeah, and beamed you home. Yeah, yeah. This is a different day. It's, it's, it's a different day. <laughs> wink, wink, wink. Oh my god, <laughs> you ruined it. Because this is, they're going to hear that one before they hear this. Right. So. So it's fine. So oh I can take my it out. Gosh, you care. <laughs> so yeah. So that's just us trying to understand racism. I mean, how do we do? How do we get there from? Be right back. Oh, social media. Yeah. That's how it was. Because yeah. social media, that's how the Be Right Back company yeah. pulls all your information. And so it was like being their activity, yeah. whether or not we are on social media, totally. why we stopped using it. It was the election racism. Yeah. I'm and giving I, you guys know, a tree I, of life. You're welcome. Even though I've backed off social media a lot, I still do use it occasionally. I use Instagram occasionally. Um, sometimes I'll post things on Facebook. But my 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 theory at this point is like, if I have something that I want to remember, I should put it up on Facebook. Yeah. Um, whether or not it's private or public, uh, you'll if, get the memories. If I'm trying to build, you know, a scrapbook of my life yeah, and I have that opportunity, like why not take advantage of it? Mm. So that's really changed how I post. Um, because if I, if I'm in a wonderful spot or a beautiful day or something that I really want to commemorate, or I'm on a trip with Andy and we want to take a picture of where we are or something <laughs> Like, those are the things that I like to or post like now. like Andy's opening night. Y'all didn't post yeah. them, but it's fine. I sent them to you. But Andy's opening night of Indecent. Y'all look so cute. <laughs> Thanks. So. I don't remember that. 
That's great. Send me a picture. I have to look. I, I, uh, or like if I'm playing shows or something, I feel like I you sent know. It to both of you, might have just sent it to Andy. Whoops. Yeah. So like there, are, there is still a lot of stuff that I like to post, yeah. and obviously all my content creation. I so a lot of but things. I don't, I don't post any of the content creation on my personal fate like page. I, I do know that once every once every blue moon I will, but like not not every week anymore. I on my personal page, I started doing a couple. I did a couple concerts last week that I put videos on my personal page instead of my professional page but um also i follow things that are just cute and sometimes i'll just repost the things that i follow um i follow a classical classical fm i think is what the name of it is on facebook Uh and they just post really great nerdy classical music oh cool um and like most recently there was like a a man playing the moonlight sonata but it was on a keyboard that when you hit the keys it lights up it makes this really great. It was mesmerizing. And then like there are two an oboist playing two different parts of a of an oboe like some I don't know solo. And I was just like, I love the oboe. It's my favorite aural instrument. So I wanted to share it with me. So like yeah. I that's what yeah, I yeah, found yeah. myself you, to do on Facebook, like sharing like an amazing cat video that you your friends have to see. <sighs> For example. For you know. Like there's all sorts of uses of Facebook that are go. that are good. I can do I'll jump on board. I don't do cats. That's fine. Okay. I'm allergic to cats. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Hey, stop biting your foot. We can hear that. <laughs> oh, that looks pretty bad. Yeah, I feel like somewhere in the middle. Like, I do still use it occasionally. Yeah. But I have all these weird, conflicted feelings about it. And then this episode really confounded those, because, like, also, or compiled those, because I, mean, I don't want someone to be able to recreate me. I want to be me. I want to be the only me. I lost and my phone. If I oh, if I die, I, I want to I not be anymore I, because i'm dead you want to be gone yeah i think the last thing i posted on facebook i'm going to view my profile <laughs> was a video was a video of me saying oh wow that was sunday i haven't posted since sunday are you proud i guess you should be proud because i'm normally addicted to this thing yeah but uh, i'm so addicted to content creation like I, and i don't know if it's that different or if i'm just kidding myself mm. because like i love putting stuff up on YouTube and, and seeing comments and uh, like spurring conversation around things that I care about or like game streaming and having people come to say hi. Yeah. And, you know, I love that stuff. And the, I, I, I get, come and say hi during your You do. It's streaming. awesome. And sometimes you come in person too. <laughs> I do. Um, and I get the thrill of, of posting on Facebook. Or the thrill I used to get from posting on Facebook and getting a lot of likes on something I now get from content creation so i'm get, i'm still getting that it's not like i'm not getting that thrill and i understand that thrill yeah and crave it um but i've tried to channel it into something that is at least useful yeah um at the very least to me and hopefully to other people and i don't know i don't know if i'm kidding myself or not but that feels like it's not that it's better or worse it's just that's what i like yeah. you know and that's what i've chosen to do it's beautiful is it i don't know well that's a lot of talking. That, that was. I hope y'all made it to this point. If you <laughs> yeah. did, um, go to tweet Jesse Mercury. That's at J-E-S-S-E-M-U-R-C-U-R-Y. And it's actually surrounded by underscores because I couldn't get at Jesse Mercury. Yikes. Okay, well. I know, it sucks. Just search him out and tweet him. Tweet him the Vulcan emoji. <laughs> yes, please. If you made yeah, it I don't far. use Twitter much either. Just, I, you know what I want to there. use Twitter for? What? Is to respond to people who are trying to get at me. You know? Like, 
trying to, to trying to drag you no 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 like they've oh. they're trying to contact me because they listen to a podcast oh great or whatever so do that yeah, y'all and that's he great will like see i want to be available yeah for those things but i don't i used to try to tweet you Is know Jesse i used Mercury to like, underscored on instagram too <laughs> it's uh jesse underscore mercury on instagram great. and on twitch that's fantastic. yeah it's a mess go leave him vulcan emoji everywhere um but yeah, like I really like using Discord or just people commenting on my website because that's like, you know, my space on Discord. Yeah. Like I have a server that, you know, a few hundred people are in that mostly for game streaming stuff. Yeah. And if I want to share a podcast, I do it on my server. And I like the places I share it now are my Facebook page, not my personal page, but mm-hmm. my business page. Yep. Which has very little interaction, but I, I just feel like I should have a place where all of my stuff is posted that's public in case people want to find it. Yep. Because um, I put a lot of time and effort into making these things. So I might and it's as well great. try to get them out there. They sound good. Um, and then like I post, like when I make a podcast, I'll post it on um, that Facebook page. I'll post it on Twitter, which is really the only thing I use Twitter for these days. Um, I'll post it on my Discord and on my Patreon page. And that's it. And I use, sometimes I'll post episodes on Reddit if I think that they might do well. Um, I've st- I've started trying to branch out into like like the Black Mirror Reddit or the yes. Deep Space Nine Reddit, um, and and that's been fun. Like I've gotten some uh, some good comments, which has been good. Cool. It, it's so funny because like when the show was called Sci Fi with Jesse Mercury and I'd post it on the Sci Fi Reddit, I think that I would get bad responses because people are like, "Who the fuck is this Jesse Mercury yeah. guy? I think he is." Yeah. Um, but now that it's called Space Nerds. I, I have not gotten the same bad responses, which is really fascinating to That's me. That's great. Yeah. Because people like to think that they know everything about a subject. And this and they're just yeah. saying, instead of going like, I know about this, like sci-fi with Jesse Mercury, you're saying, right. hey, here's a gathering place for people who like to talk about nerdy right. shit. Which is what the show was always supposed to be. Yeah. But I feel like the name was getting in the way of that happening. Space news. <laughs> um. So I'm I'm fascinated by social media. Yeah. I like I do engage with it to a to a degree. And I think that it has shaped our culture in a way that we are just now starting to come to terms with. Mm-hmm. And I love how Black Mirror is trying to peel back that banana. You know, yeah, and, and this like, was look a while at, this was a while inside. ago. Obviously, we're late on yeah, the yeah, so yeah, this yeah. was before the election. This was before yeah. social media like really took over our lives. Yeah. Yeah. It was like you know, in the like... Charlie Brooker saw the future coming. Sure did. Maybe he's the time traveler too. That's it. Yeah. And that's why he's commenting and listening and... <laughs> we hope. Like I said, he enjoys it. <laughs> Charlie, you don't have to tell us your last name, but if it's Brooker... Then you do have to tell us. Send us a winky emoji. <laughs> <laughs> what What are you at on Twitter? You're Miss AJ oh, Henderson? That's, yeah. M-I-S-S-A-J-H-E-N-D-E-R-S-O-N. Yeah. And I'm sure that you want to be involved in these discussions too. If anyone wants to, sure. Be, everyone listening to the podcast wants to tweet it. Here's the thing: I'm nervous that I'm nervous that people won't be nice, and so I want to send them to you because I feel yeah. like you have very thick skin, yeah. and I get I would take it so personally. But yeah, I don't I, want that to use you as my human shield. But yeah, that's like, fine with me. I will tell you that like I something about the maybe it's like the size of the audience or. Or the type of people who are searching out this type of podcast. I'm really not getting negative feedback for the podcast. The the negative feedback I get is crickets. It's just like nothing. Nothing. Yeah. So I if I get any feedback you get at all, restless crickets. <laughs> yeah. I found them uh, while I was mowing the lawns That's of it. Hyrule That's with my it. sword of Hyrule. Hyrule. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. Like game streaming, I get negative feedback in real time because. 
and I, it's just like the nature of the beast. Podcasts are harder to find. And I feel like someone putting their time and effort into listening to something, um, they're probably not doing that unless they like it. So I guess if y'all have like really great, amazing things to say, or if you want to like, you know, apply to be my man, because I think that was on <laughs> one of our episodes yeah. prior. So if you're yeah. sending in applications, yeah, you find, find, hit, hit up hit the her DMs. Up on Twitter. <laughs> Slide into the DMs. Yeah, her. Let me know. Her Android is real hot. It's just, <laughs> just the flesh. It's so lifelike. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh shit! What was I just gonna say? Oh yeah. So the negative shit that I got on Reddit for the podcast is not about the podcast. No one who's ever posted negative comments on Reddit listened to the podcast. Oh okay. They just posted like shitty, whiny things at me for like my opinion that I posted with the podcast, uh, or just like. Oh, yeah, that's mostly it, actually. It's like if I post up, like, this episode of This Was Crazy, we talk about it in this podcast. They're like, yeah, you're an idiot. Like, you know, your opinions are stupid and you're that's an idiot. That's terrible. Uh, not in those exact Humans words. Humans are dumb. But, yeah, and it's so weird because, like, why do we think that people's opinions are, are worse than ours? It's a fucking opinion. Or why... why People will be so strong behind computer yeah. keyboards. Like, it's the anonymity. It's the CNN of it all. <laughs> no, yeah, it's Twitter fingers. Like everybody yeah. got it's real. Like everybody's real brave behind a screen. Yeah. <laughs> I was about to say something really incendiary, but I'm going to hold it to myself. Ooh, but can I have but it? I, I want to hear it. Give it to don't, me. I'm just saying, like nobody. I I half the people that be coming at other people on Twitter like would never step to like people who would talk that's the thing this is why i don't want negative feedback coming to me right because i'm sure that if i pulled up they wouldn't do nothing like i'm certain i'm certain that if i was in front of your face you would be all complimentary yeah yeah totally because people are fucking liars and people will do things real bold yeah on the internet and say things that they don't even mean just to get a rise out of people Uh, and that's what i've learned is and that's why i've stopped caring as much maybe that's why i shouldn't care as much either i'm telling i've been told that when you get into your 30s and 40s like you don't care what people think but i'm still working my way out of it yeah i'm working through that i think that that's true i'm like you're 35 you're 38 (laughs) i'm 35 and i just turned 35 thank you very much but yeah i'm like halfway through my 30s and I definitely still care what other people think, but I don't care about what everybody thinks anymore. Yeah. Like if I, if I'm cultivating a, an audience, I care what they think about this show. Absolutely. I care. Absolutely. I care. But if I get a random hater, I'm not going to care. Yeah. But I'm very open to, to negative feedback. Like if there's something about this podcast you don't like or that you want different, Drag different, us! tell me, you know, I'm open to feedback. I'm not necessarily going to do what you ask me to. Drag but, him. Um, like I, I very early on, I got a lot of feedback, like before Space Nerds, like back in the very early days of the original form of this show, I used to split long conversations in half because I got a lot of feedback that people didn't like extra long episodes. We're still doing that to this day. <laughs> well... Now I don't care. Like, now I'll put out a two and a half hour podcast. Where are we right now? We didn't, oh, I think we're like an hour in. Well, when did we start this? Oh, no, it was two hours. Well, the Black Mirror discussion, I think an hour and a half, maybe. Okay. Because we talked before that for the other stuff. We did like half an hour before that. I always just feel weird about long episodes. Like, I listen to long episodes. You know I listen to The Read, and I'm always here for a two-hour episode. Yeah. But I wonder if people would listen to them, you know? Well, I, I, the way I feel about it now is, like, 
that's the listener's choice mm-hmm. and you don't have to listen to the whole thing you can listen to space news and then get the fuck out if you want to that's like true. if you don't care about Why black mirror don't you get the fuck out shout out to mariah carey i don't even know that song. it's great it's new um ish yeah and that's if but if someone wants more then then there is more yeah you know and i just i'm just letting it be the length that it wants to be and not trying to worry about it too much on okay, this show so but i you know I'll, grown podcast i have gotten feedback in both ways on that so i've decided to stop caring about yeah. the feedback on the length because I, I can't just like i can't worry about it forever you know it's like there's no right or wrong choice just do what feels right to me and just kind of live with it you yeah. know and that's and that's fine and and fuck it who cares you know it's just a podcast it's a good podcast i hope so i think so i like it i i enjoy it i like it i like it more now you know than i ever have it's because of me we know this yeah, yeah it's definitely i'm amazeballs and doug and jane as well no no I mean, no. No, no, no doug and jane are I also met those fantastic people. i don't know her um I, it's been it's been so eye-opening for me to like have other people on board because it was just always just all my responsibility before mm-hmm. and i'm doing all the post-production and all the editing and all of that stuff still but i've gotten fast at that um but the thing that is so new to me is like hearing all three of you reach out to me sometimes and say, hey, are we recording? Like, when are we recording? And that is the biggest difference in the world because yeah. it was always me just like, hey, are we recording? When are we recording? And people like bailing on me or, Even you know. now I'm looking at my schedule like, okay, when is the next one? <laughs> so just like having people like, all, like show up for a thing that with me has been so exciting and so much fun. Yeah. And like all three of you are, you know, like three of my absolute favorite people to talk to, which is why I asked all of you to do this because I feel like we could talk about anything forever, um, which is what we're doing now. Um, forever. For, for all eternity. I just mean for two hours at least. That's you know great. What I'm <laughs> um, so it's been, it's been really, really great for me personally. And I, I feel like that can only be good for the show. You know, if I'm having more fun um, and not to say I wasn't having fun before because I was, but it was, it was harder to make. It's way more fun with friends. It is way more fun with friends and it makes the show easier to make. And I've got, you know, sometimes I miss the variety of like talking about whatever the fuck we wanted before, but I'm still doing a little bit of that. I'm still getting some of that. We go on tangents so much. Yeah. And I'm still bringing on special guests occasionally and, um, you know, doing, if I have a thing that I want to talk about, I can do a little extra segment. Why not? You know, it's just like, I, I I used to think like, just get enough out. That's enough. And now I'm like, well, if I have the time and the energy, like more is more. Just put it all out. Who cares? Like put out a a, a year old episode of Doug Space Nine that's yes. two hours long. And I love those. I mean, I don't know. I, I'm excited. I hope you all are excited. Yeah. The two people that are still listening at this point. Thank yes. you for being here. What's next in Black Mirror? Um, White Bear. White Bear. That is the next episode. Cool. I know nothing. I'm excited and, to watch it. Yeah. And then there's this two white two whites back to back it might be white christmas oh, okay it might be white bear and you're not going to tell me what your favorite episode is until after i see it right yes okay well i'm excited well this was great i'm i this was a weird conversation because i feel like we left a lot unsaid but we said so Did much we? i just feel, I feel like, like we covered the whole episode we covered the morality oh, absolutely. of, of I, android flesh absolutely. we talked about racism in america yeah it's just like we open up these can of worm topics like racism in america or like you know well, social get, media and, and I, I, I just get nervous that you know you're gonna reach one day you're gonna reach an audience that will like try to come for you because of me <laughs> and my black life <laughs> i mean 
<laughs> that's a risk that I'm more than willing to shoulder. I mean, I'm Jewish, you know, like I'm I'm out there being Jewish and I have had panic attacks about being out there being Jewish. Yeah. Um, for sure. Like I, you know, obviously that is not the black experience. Like it's, I, yeah, it's I very mean, different, but you know, it's my thing that I deal with. Hey, and I, hey, like I have you live your life. I have fear about being who I am publicly, yeah. you know, and I, I've wrestled with that and I, it has affected my family. Like mm-hmm. my family has been trolled in frightening ways because of game streaming yeah. that like the thought crossed my mind. It's like, wow, is the, is it wrong for me to do this? Is it wrong for me to like be public in this way? Mm. And I've really like pulled back on some things because of that. Yeah. But then I've also like gone harder on other things. You know, like I like I'm just disgusted by racism. So like let's tell people why, you yeah. know? Like maybe there's someone out there who doesn't get it who like hasn't had a black friend who can tell them their experience. Yeah. And or who can just, you know, I don't know. I think that because I've already seen racists as humans because racism is the backbone of this country. Yeah. So like I get that humans run that, but like just the humanity in in the people that you think you hate. Find Absolutely. the humanity in in that. Like Absolutely. The same can be said for Christians about gays. Absolutely. Like find the humanity in the people that you think are you know, abominations Ugh! don't even we're about to go on yeah. another well, yeah. i don't open another can of worms we can't, we can't do I it i can't do it but all that being what i'm trying to say is that is that the, i do understand that there is risk for me to be jewish and talking about all this stuff and or to you know have a fabulous black woman on my podcast she's absolutely everything but that but those are risks that i feel that are required of me. You and know for what a I long mean? time, I never would have not. To, that, that sounded such, that sounded like such bullshit. Like having, having you on this podcast is a risk to me. That's ridiculous. Well, I mean, like, okay. I understand that you brought it up and that you said it first. <laughs> and I, I, I'm, I recognize that it is like a real thing, uh-huh. but like, but poor me, you know, <laughs> like, come on. Like, but I'm Jewish, Alexandria. Yeah. No, I mean, honestly, like I, I have a lot of fear and anxiety around, around racists or, or you know, anti-Semites. That's I was about to say. I couldn't think of the word. Yeah, yeah I, I I am afraid of anti-Semites. Absolutely. And yeah. um, I have I've never I never considered the fact that having you on the podcast could be a risk to me. Like that's never. I was going to say that I'm like processing that as we're I talking have about never, it. I would have never done this in the past. Really? Never, because there's too many ways for sound bites of things that I'm saying to be. I think in one of our lost episodes, I had said something about the Holocaust and like completely like so thankful that that file got lost because i was so nervous about a soundbite being used to like get me and drag yeah. me on twitter and like yeah. i'm waiting for the day that someone like i get famous or something and then these all these files are like and then she said da, 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 da. she said christians hate gays like and they just completely sound soundbite it or like right the all yeah um the the new spacesuits having pockets because that's what pockets Penis for boobies pockets. or pockets for boobies because that's what women have. Do you right, know what I mean? Like right. all of that. I'm nervous that all that shit will be taken into sound bites and then later on like used to like drag me or cancel me because cancel culture is real and because I'm in what, entertainment. What? Cancel what? Cancel culture. Have you cancel ever heard culture, of that? No. I think we talked about that on the Lost Files too. Did we? Because I had said something when I said when I said the thing about the Holocaust. Um, what did, I don't remember any of this. <laughs> great. Um, that's wonderful. But it was because, like, if you do something that is terrible or, like, that the society, pop culture, uh, our popular, general population believes to be unforgivable, you'll be canceled. And so, for example, like, all the terrible 
terrible people who like like Bill Cosby, for example. Yeah. He Okay. Okay. Cancelled, right? Kevin Spacey. I get you. Yes. Okay. Cancelled. Yeah. And so I don't want to get to a point where like everyone likes me. Um here's a modern day modern day, as if those weren't modern enough. Um Cynthia Erivo is a Tony Award winner. Uh for The Color Purple and just starred in the movie Harriet about Harriet Tubman. In the past, she has made disparaging remarks about African-Americans because she Mm. is an immigrant. She's Nigerian, I believe. She is um, a British, but of Nigerian heritage. Okay. And so, like, there's been this, like, real unspoken tension between African-Americans, like, black Americans, born, native-born Americans, and African-Americans, if you will, or Africans. Like, the true bloods versus... Tension between African Americans and Africans. Yes, and gotcha. so like the remarks of like you know I, I didn't I don't know any of this. Yeah, it's 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 out there. But like she has made remarks that so like Black Americans are like trying to cancel the movie, trying to say like don't go see it, don't go support her because she has said shit about us. Hmm. Like and all Black people really should just be banding together and like that's how we come together. But it is what it is. But like you have there's this like unspoken rule about. Africans being pure and black Americans not, if you will. Sure. Um, anyway, so whatever her remarks were, because I don't think I heard them, um, I think she's a brilliant actress and a fantastic singer. Um, but so that sort of thing, like people are trying to cancel Harriet uh-huh. because of those remarks. And I'm yeah, just like boycotting I, kind of. Yes, yes. Um, but like canceling of like social media, like, no, that person, R. Kelly, canceled. Like, R. Kelly is canceled in the black community. And, like, it sucks because, like, he's written some bangers, yeah. but he preys on little girls. Right. Like, you well, can't yeah, you're not going to get support. canceled for an out-of-context podcast statement. Well, still, I'm nervous. As I'm still nervous about that. Do you know like, what I mean? A trash human being. You're not, like, drugging women to sleep with them. But, I, but like, a disparaging not- comment could be... Because if that is whatever she said, whatever Cynthia said, got people thinking, like, oh, we should cancel her. Yeah. And I, I know what you're saying. Like, there, I have weird fears around a lot of this yeah. as well. Um, but I also like feel like this drive to do this. Yeah. To like have public conversations about things that I think matter. Yeah. Um, and also just have fun, you know, like this is just fun. I just yeah. love doing this. It's it is so fun. fun. Just like getting your take on a thing that we both watched yeah. is at the core of this. It's and real fun. It's so fun. Yeah. Um, and I, I've had to do a lot of thinking about like what, what what are the risks of that and yeah. like kind of managing my own expectations about about the risks of it yeah and my own fears i mean there's a whole thing involved in that you know yeah but i what it really comes down to is like i made the decision years ago that i just wanted to be an entertainer and performer mm-hmm. and my entire body was up for that cause you know like i'll do whatever it takes like I, there's my, a video of him somewhere on youtube y'all and like this black leather bodysuit is it leather latex are you talking about well which video this there's a couple of <laughs> just with this are you talking about with be the cool? girls okay be cool be yeah. cool y'all we did that was like the 10th podcast i ever did he was down for it <laughs> y'all have got to go he was down okay go watch it i i feel like to be who i want to be i have to be fearless yeah and i'm definitely not but the times I can convince myself to be are the times I do things that are worth digesting yeah. for someone else. I hope. I don't know. I don't know. This is all, it's all fucking weird. Like it, the whole thing is weird. Like why are we, any, why are any of us doing any of this? Who knows? Right. Like, did I, I move that microphone? You did. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
but yeah, I, like I said earlier, this really, a lot of this comes down to community for me. And if, if we're building community where we understand each other and, you know, are open with each other and forgiveful of each other, mm. I think that could be like really powerful. For, forgiving? Sure. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. I, I forgive you for making up forgiveful. Yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. Yeah, but I, I'm still I'm still stuck on what you said about me taking on the risk of having you on here because like that just feels so crazy to me. Well, is that crazy, that's something crazy is th- an ableist slur? So sure, that, but that's something you've thought about. Yes. Wow. That's why I'm I sometimes I'm very careful about what I say. Yeah. Um, because it's still like an extension of my brand. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? Even like I wondered about cussing. Yeah, I mean I do it all the time. I and I do offline. Hmm, interesting. I don't I don't cuss as much online. Also, my parents are really weird about cussing and I know I'm 30 years old, you guys. I get it, but like they still have very yeah. strong they've have very strong feelings about cuss words. And so I don't even cuss on my Facebook. Yeah. Because they're there. <laughs> well, I'm glad you're on the show. I mean, thanks. I you know. I'm happy to be here. I love that you have a different... Although it's so expensive. You guys have got to find us some sponsors because I am driving to meet up with this true. man. And it's just... <sighs> I hate... I'm kidding. I, well, I honestly, hate like it. that. Eventually, I'm, I'm not really meeting the costs of hosting the podcast at this point. I bet. But if, I, if my Patreon ever gets to that point, I would make a goal for paying the space nerds to come on. Because yeah! Because I would love to do that. Pay me what yeah. you owe me. I actually... I need to like make some updates to the patreon don't act like you forgot <laughs> hey y'all yeah i mean i would be open to that but we're like also close. charlie brooker i mean this if you want us to recap be your official recap podcast for that new season that is inevitably coming go to all the underscores jesse mercury <laughs> on twitter or at miss aj henderson yeah and let's get this thing popping for yeah. real for real yeah well, let's stop talking because okay. my throat hurts. We talk for so long. We've been talking for two and a half hours. Not all of it. For and this I've been drinking water Black because Mirror I'm segment. smart. I have to. Okay. So now I have to pee and my throat hurts. <laughs> um, but thanks for listening. Yeah, y'all. We'll see you for White, white Bear. I think it's White Bear. White Bear. White Bear yeah. episode. And of course, the, the space news all the time. Space News. As we're recording this, I have not yet released the first video version of Space News. It's going to come out. But it's done and ready to come out. It's going to come out soon. What do you think of it? It's cute. I told you I liked it a lot. I like it. It's fun. Put it up. I'm going to put it up. Okay. (laughs) All right. Thanks for listening. Until next time, stay nerdy out there. Space Nerds is listener-funded through Patreon. To support the show and gain access to bonus content, sign up at patreon.com slash spacenerdspodcast. If you love this show, help us spread the word by sharing it on your favorite social media platform or leaving us a positive rating and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever else you can find our show. If you have a question or comment you'd like the Space Nerds to discuss in the next episode, email us at spacenerdspodcast at gmail.com. To browse our complete library of episodes or check out my sci-fi synth-pop music and music videos, visit my website at jessemercury.com. Keep it spacey, baby!